podcast, podcast, you can't win. I touch black and white just by stroking my chin. Tell mama got a plan if he just sit in. And we can be the sons and thus fit in. Talking a good game, topics never lame. Conversations just the same right before they left the brain. Seriously funny, but if you take us seriously, you end up smiling. If not, laugh hilariously. And every Tuesdays we're on the ones, so stay in tune before noon. It's the particle sons. It's ridiculously funny, 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 funny. This episode brought to you by Buy Black Fridays. Welcome back to the best no judgment zone space in the world because neither one of us have law degrees. I am marvelous. And I'm not your average Joseph. And we are the Particle Sons. Let's start the damn show. Let's get the potting. How are you feeling today? Um, a little less tense than last week. You were intense. You were tense. So tense, so tense oh. moments we're in, bro. The tense times? Yeah, it's tense times, man. I mean, yeah, don't sweat the petty things, man. Don't, I mean, and is, don't pet the sweaty thing. That's facts. But I just look at it stuff like, yo, we're in this dance stuff, whatever, for a bit. And I think, uh, like, I'll salute to the, to the, I want to say the younger folks or the people who's running everything and stuff, or even might be, they might be all in my generation. I'm not too sure, but I, th- I, I would say f- your generation and, and younger yeah. is probably out in the front lines right now. I, and, I, and I and I hand clap them and stuff, whatever, doing what they do, especially when there's racial stuff, there's racial tension and stuff is definitely high because it, from the older generation, it wasn't like this that I remember when I was little. So nah. I think a t- enough is enough and it's time for a change. Yeah, yeah. So salute to them. I have no problem being on the bus. We do what we need to do. But yeah, I'm not driving, so which is good because I've been saying this for the longest. And you know what I think? You know what I think? Part of the problem is too. I think now that everything is on display, even if the uppity blacks wanted to deny it and say it's not a big big of a problem as the rest of the blacks is making it, they can no longer deny it and say it's not a big problem as the rest of us is saying it. Have you heard of Candace gotta... Owen, nigga? <laughs> Uh, she's not uppity black. She's just white and black body. <laughs> is she, okay, so what does that mean? What does that mean? Like the white and black body. Like I heard phrases like you know what is it, like you know Oreo, Oreo and coconut. What does that mean to you? Because I got called that one day by a chick from the hood. It was so funny and stuff for Me, I consider myself like a ghetto kid. I, I like in my mind, I'm a bootleg Nas. Right. <laughs> I tell people that sometimes and stuff. I'm a bootleg Nas, like uh a ghetto poet. Like, you know, I, I look hood, but I have a little street savvy to me and stuff, and my mind is sharp and stuff, whatever, like book smart, academic smart. All right. And to a, a specific chick I met in Cleveland, whatever, she's like. I'm the type of dude that like y'all marry a white chick. Ain't nothing wrong with white chicks. Call me sometimes. But she said, I'm the type of dude that will marry a white chick and I seem like an Oreo type of nigga. That's exactly how she said it. All right. So let me first say this. Mm-hmm. Never put any weight mm-hmm. to the argument of someone ignorant. Okay. Now, I don't know that person. Mm-hmm. But knowing you, 
from the statement that person made, mm-hmm. that's an ignorant person. Because okay. clearly they're making that statement without knowing anything about you. Definitely. Yeah. It's just they're looking. Even surface, you don't look like an Oreo. I know, but I want to say it's probably like the context and stuff of like whatever conversation and stuff whatever that took place that day. Because I know it's kind of like a friend brought me to a spot. Yeah. And the chick was there and it was kind of like, you know, we had some guy friends there and there was some girls there. It was but how do you have a conversation that makes you come off like an Oreo? I don't know. Because I told the girl I live in Toronto now. So I'm like, I don't even, I, I can't remember exactly how, how it kicked off, but it was something on that level. And it just kind of blew my mind, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. I was like, damn. I'm just thinking of it as someone who you who just appears to be black, but just has no inkling of what it is to be black. So, but as I'm saying, like, what does that mean? Because see, my thing and stuff is that. To me, that statement always rubbed me the wrong way after, like, when I asked somebody something about it. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I like video games. I like anime. I like the Japanese culture and everything like that, whatever. There's certain things I like in the Caucasian world and stuff. Yeah, like, but, something that worked like, in the Latin of, world. But none of that stuff that what, you, what you're saying to me yeah. would make me think that you're an Oreo. None of that stuff. But okay, because black kids do that stuff. Black people do what you do and, and that's that you what I'm mentioned. saying. So like when that statement and stuff is, is dropped and everything, I'm like, yeah. black people aren't like a, a monolith. Like they're not just they don't just do one type of thing. No, they so, don't. So that's what I'm saying. Like, why does it have to be a black thing? But I would white thing? I wouldn't choke it up to an I wouldn't choke it up to to what they do. I would choke it up to more of the attitude that they that they hold or they possess. You know what I mean? Like so. Like so this okay, attitude. I look like this, but I right. talk like. Dude, no way! No, you totally, man. No, you 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 look like that that right? Right. But because you never personally had any run-ins in the law, right? Mm-hmm. None of your white friends have had any run-in with the law, mm-hmm. right? You tend to think the black people who are around you are overreacting. Okay. Candace Owens. Right. So that's what I mean when you're on your your. You're black on the the outside, mm-hmm. but you have no experiences to what it is to be truly black but I don't on the think, inside. But I don't. I think that's see to me like I feel like that's a bonus or that's kind of like a privilege. Like I feel like if I was a black person who never had any run-ins with the law mm-hmm. for like you know driving while black or anything like that and stuff like whatever, yeah, that's a bonus. You would see it as a bonus. But you see it as a bonus now because you know that's not a regular thing to happen. So for that to happen to you, right? Yes, it would be a bonus, right? Mm-hmm. But if you, if, if I if, never experienced, if you it. never experienced it, right? Or you don't know of anybody who's ever experienced it. All your friends are white; they've never experienced it. Then you're not looking at it as a bonus. You're looking at it as the norm. Yeah. Right. Right. But it's not the norm. Yeah. I guess. No, you're right. You're right about that. Because I look at it and stuff, it's like, yeah, like if we're in a realm and stuff, whatever, I'm in a realm where like all my friends and stuff, whatever, like we're some nice suburban kids, you know, like kind of like in those those teenage movies trying to get laid type of thing. Yeah. 
you know, seen the run-ins with the cops, and it's just that the token black guy, you know, like dude. you know, South Park they call the, they call the dude token, yeah, the one black dude token, and yeah. ain't no issue with all that type of stuff, and then he's just living life as is, like he's a regular, regular blonde and brunette kid, yeah, right, and if you don't have no issue and stuff like whatever, then yeah, it won't be a problem and stuff. Think of think of it this way. Mm. Think of you being the upper class in in black society. Then let's say that then, right? Okay. You you live in a predominantly white neighborhood. Okay. Right. Your kids go to a predominantly white prep school. Mm-hmm. Right. Now, I'm not saying they're the only the black kids in that prep school, but all the black kids in the prep school are mm-hmm. just like your kids. Right. They got majority of their friends are white, right? Mm-hmm. They go out with their white friends, they have good times, and they're never harassed by police because they're in the company of good old white folk. Right? Okay. You might be, if you're growing up like that, you might have this this misconception of what it is to be black because you're not experiencing what the other black, what the rest of the black population is experiencing. You're only hearing these things. So do you hear these things? And it's one thing to hear these things. Experiencing it is a totally different thing. Right. Right? Right. Um, like, for instance, I'm going to get personal now, right? I am George Floyd. Okay. Hear why I say that, right? Back in my late teens, probably late teens, early 20s, right? When I was living at Nickel Street, uh, my, my boy's boogie was overcame the check, right? It's got to be probably around maybe after 12 a.m., Going close to one in the morning, right? Mm. He's like, yo, he's going home. Ask me if I could drop him over the bridge, right? Now we know Tristawi, Martha Eatonway over the bridge. What can we say about that? Housing. Was that what would that what would that be in the US? Section six? Uh, you guys call it section six. We just call it projects. Call Public it projects. housing. Public housing, right? Yeah. All right. So we know over there, right? So mm. we already know. What time it is over there, right? Mm-hmm. So I drop him off mm-hmm. and I'm on my way home now, right? Mm-hmm. Now I was driving my sister, my my sister Sherry's car at the time, mm-hmm. right? She had this the green 626. Now, from where I dropped off Boogie to Nickel, probably less than a mile. Right? Facts. All right. So now I'm coming up through the week, right? Mm-hmm. Of a sudden, I notice a police cruiser behind me, right? So I wasn't really paying it any mind, paying it any mind. So now you know we got to go over the bridge to get to to get to Nickel Street, right? Right. So I get to the I get to the top of the bridge. I look back, right? I see him at the bottom of the bridge, mm-hmm. right? So anyway, so I'm I'm. I'm going down the bridge now. So I gun it down the bridge, right? Mm-hmm. So I'm saying to myself, I don't want to be out in these streets with, no, with nobody, right? By the time I, I reach the bottom of the street, they're at the top of the bridge. So that means they're gunning it too, mm-hmm. right? So I'm like, shit. 
oh, they, they're, they're really gunning, right? So right at, I, get, I get the bottom of the bridge, make the left turn to go down Mahoney, which is the first street. Right. Right? Whip down Mahoney, right? Make the turn on the, that little small street in between the two streets. Make the left turn on Nickel, right? Right. Boot it up Nickel, right? Cops is on the trail right behind me, right? Now, folks, I'll, 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 I'll explain this part in a little bit more detail because Marv knows the, the, how the house is located, so he would understand. But the, to make it more clear for you, this is, this is what it is. My mom's house is across the street. On one side of the street, on uh, directly across the street from my mom's house, mm -hmm. is a parking lot. Right now, the plumbing the plumbing store owns the the parking lot, but after hours he lets you park your car there, so you don't gotta park on the streets. So that's why I parked my sister's car. Right, right. parked my sister's car, got out the car as soon as I got up, pull up right behind me, coming off. Ask me where I'm going. Right? So I said, I'm just going to that house right across the street. That is where I live. Right? Mm -hmm. Now, the problem is, because I was just going over the bridge and it was a quick run, I didn't think to grab my license. So I didn't have my license on me. Okay. Right? But I explained to them. I said, officers, I don't have my license on me. Right? But I live right there. We can eat. You can easily walk me over there. We can lock the door. I can go in. I can get my license. Oh, that's not. That's we don't need to do any of that. None of it. Just none. Just give us your first and last name. So that's all right. I give my first and last name. Mm -hmm. Right. So I'm. I'm there. I'm waiting. I'm waiting. Minutes go by. Minutes go by. I'm like. So I asked him. I was like. Am I being arrested for anything? Mm -hmm. Am I being charged with anything? Because right now I feel like I'm being held against my own will, right? Right. Where are we go we're, we're, we're gonna get through with you just to clear up something like if you're searching through me through the system, you're not gonna find me. I don't have any charges, I don't have anything like that. Right. This not the third. They're going on, they're going on, they're going on. I'm getting frustrated now because I literally I can look at the house. You know what I mean? Right. I just wanna go home. I just dropped my friend off. I just wanna go home now, right? So now, I get to the point where I get so mad that I go, I said, you know what? I'm going to take these officers' badge numbers down. Because at this point, I feel like it's harassment. So how do you take them down? How do you take the numbers down? So I go back. I go back to the car, mm -hmm. right? I get a pen. Right? I get a pen. I come out with the pen and paper, right? I start writing down the badge number, right? Mm -hmm. All of a sudden, one of the officers yells at, oh, he's trying to stab us with the pen. He's trying to stab us with the pen. Hmm. Right? Okay. So I'm like, I'm now dumbfounded now, right? So as, it's a two officers, one, one male, one female. So as they say that, the male officer grabs me by the neck and puts me in a chokehold, mm -hmm. right? So I'm saying to myself, the fuck is this? Right. Like, I literally just dropped my friend home. 20, 30 minutes now, I'm in a chokehold. 
And you know, hold on, put a thumbtack in that. You know, tons of people will say that shit don't happen in Canada. You know, you know. This is what you I'm know. saying. I know, bro. Okay. This is what I'm saying. This is what I'm, I'm, this is what I'm putting a story. This is why I'm saying this right now, right? right. You understand? Because right. I have I have white friends who've never experienced this, mm-hmm. right? And look at these and, and probably look at black people like, nah, they know there's something wrong with them. No, no, listen to my story. Mm-hmm. I'm a regular person. You know me. Mm-hmm. I don't cause trouble. I don't cause... Listen to the shit I went through. Mm-hmm. Right? Had me in the chokehold. I'm there and I'm there and I'm losing consciousness. I'm losing consciousness now, Mark. You understand? Mm. This is the point where I said, I'm George Floyd. You understand? Because... You were George Floyd before George Floyd. I was George Floyd before George Floyd. Mm-hmm. Marv, I felt my body lose, losing consciousness, lose consciousness, lose consciousness. And I don't know if the officers felt my body lose consciousness, right? But as soon as I felt them loosen up the chokehold a little bit, yeah, right? I don't know what where the strength came from, Marv. I don't know what it was. But I took the deepest breath I ever took in my life heaved all the air that I could possibly heave into my lungs mm. and yelled at mom the difference my mom was alive mm-hmm. when I seen that bedroom window turn on the light it was like it was like I seen an angel bro because I can't tell you if I'd be here talking to you today mm-hmm. if that light didn't come on. The light came on. I see my mom come to the window and she's like, oh my gosh. And she goes, Andrew, she screamed. And she said, I'm going to go get your sister. She went to go get my sister. At that time, the, at that point, the officers knew they fucked up. Mm-hmm. Right? Could they realize everything you were saying is true? Everything I was right saying there. is true. I lived right there. And they had nothing to charge. They had nothing to charge me with. I wasn't breaking any laws and this and that and the third. They realized that they messed up, right? Pissed them off so much that the female officer punched me in the face. But why your mom, your mom seen this? No, nah, she didn't see this. Oh, so why she was coming down? So why they coming down? Because gotcha. no, I'm already mm-hmm. so now they gotta cuff me. They cuff me. While they cuff me, mm-hmm. the female officer, see what you cost? I didn't cause anything. See what I caused. Mm-hmm. Punched me in my face, mm-hmm. and then put me in the back of the cruiser. Right? Mm-hmm. We were there. My sister came out, this, that, and the third. Argued it, argued it, argued it, argued it, until eventually they had to let me go because they had nothing to charge me with, nothing, nothing to hold me with. As soon as they let me go, with about a couple hours of that, my, my sister was like, I don't know what this, that, and the third. Like, you should I just, like, my car is clean. Why don't you just take a check and say, Sherry? I ain't do nothing wrong. Mm. I was completely calm. I did everything that they asked. Right. Right? If there's anything that I'm guilty for, it's trying to write down the damn badge number. Facts. And so, when I see these things happening to George Floyd, I know that position, what that man was into. You know what I mean? Like I, I, like, like I said, the fact that my mom was around to, to hear me, mm. 
could possibly be the reason why I'm sitting here talking to you today. Because right. who knows, man? Who knows? And like I said, I'm talking firsthand experience. A lot of people, there's a lot of people out here who do not have that experience and just can't fathom what black people are actually going through. Are you talking about the blacks or the non-blacks? I'm talking non-blacks and blacks. <clears throat> blacks in those uppity neighborhoods who don't get that type of policing. I think that's a... I, I get your story. Mm. I got several stories like that. Because oh, I know you do. I got several but stories. You're not in too, the, but you're not in the uppity areas. Or I know. Shit, I'm, I'm not. Telling but you. that's what I'm saying. Like, if... I don't know. Like I don't. I don't want to say privilege, whatever, right? Because mm-hmm. we. I feel like we're starting to overuse that word a lot in today's times. But if my parents paved the way for them to not raise me into a, a vicinity and stuff, or, or a world where police would put, where police would patrol that often, right? And everything, and they <clears throat> they work their ass off to kind of take me away from that, whatever, right? Is it really my fault that they did that? What? Because no, it feels, it feels no, like a no, Will Smith no, and Carlton kind of moment. You know listen, what I'm saying? I'm not. I'm not saying it's. I'm not saying it's the, their fault. I'm not saying it's your fault that you're in a situation that you're in. Mm-hmm. Right. All I'm simply saying is the fact that you're you're in a situation mm-hmm. because you're in that situation. You not you you not might not understand the plight that I'm in. Facts. For how you should understand. Agree. It, Agree. Right? Absolutely. And so that's what I'm saying. <clears throat> a lot of times before. It was just hearsay, which is hearsay, which is hearsay, which is hearsay. So people who are not in that position were just like, ah, it really can't be that bad. Until you see it. Until you witness it. Right? Until you, 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 go, you wit- go through it. Until yeah. you witness it, until you see it and, and say to yourself, oh my God, this police officer just like sat down on this guy's neck for nearly nine minutes. Eight minutes and 46 seconds. And he's dead. Mm-hmm. Could this be what they were... T- yes, the hell is what we've been talking about. Right. You know what I mean? So that and this, so that's what I'm saying. I'm saying like, I don't think the rate of it has changed more than it's. We're seeing it more. So now this generation now is like, oh wow, this is what you all been going through, right? You know what I mean? Like fuck that. We we we, we, we ain't going yeah, through that yeah, shit exactly. Oh hell no. Agreed. You know what I mean? We'll we'll get locked up and killed before we go through that shit. That are in jail. Yeah, no, I, I no, I see it, I see it, cause I always look at it stuff like you have a situation and stuff where, like I said, I look at it as like Carlton and Fresh Prince. I remember, I don't know if you remember the episode where they both pledged to the fraternity into the school, and like since Will was from Philly, yeah, and I think the all of them had to eat like go, all of them had to eat fish. Right, and they made like Will and other brothers and stuff eat like a goldfish, and they made Carl to eat like a little, like a bootleg red snapper. I'm like, how you gotta swallow that? Everybody's gotta swallow the small ass goldfish. And I'm looking like, <clears throat> and he he said like, yo, why are you putting me through the extra rigmarole? He's like, nigga, you got a butler, you had a butler, you had a privileged lifestyle and stuff. And he's like, yeah, but that's not my fault. Yeah, that's not my fault. That's my my parents did all that. Whatever they worked their ass off and stuff. Whatever they came from a world. You were in, yeah. but they worked their ass off and stuff to put me in a place stuff where I don't have to witness and go through those type of things. Right, yeah. How do you fault me? And that's what I'm saying. I feel like a lot of people fault other people and stuff, whatever, on a situation and stuff yeah. like that. No, 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 no. Yeah, so let me make my, myself clear. Mm. I'm not trying to fault them, mm. right? I'm just saying because of the situations they're in, they're, they're unaware. As, absolutely. They're, they're 
unaware. Yeah, because if, if this is my bubble community and shit yeah. like that, whatever, and we don't have that shit, the moment I stepped out of my community and stuff, and I'm hearing like war stories, I'm like, not a happy land. In happy land, we living good. I don't, we see a cruiser and stuff that are only on a block party weekend or yeah. something like that, yeah. whatever, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah, I get it. I get it. I just feel like, like, we can't not those or fault those and stuff. Oh, no, 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 no. And no, everything no. like that. And because like the Candace Owens and all the, those other types and everything like whatever, until they're in a situation, yeah, they realize how real. But it's just like kind of like COVID. People take COVID and stuff so lightly and stuff until they hear somebody they know or it got somebody that they know and they realize the shit is real. real. Yeah, yeah. Until then and stuff, whatever. It's yeah, like a daisy. Yeah, it's a daisy. So that's what I'm saying. Like I get it. Whatever. It's just like you know that. That whole acting black thing, it always kind of rubbed me a wrong way because I'm like, yo, dog, what does it mean to act black? I remember like, all right, quote unquote, typical black feature is our lips and our nose. Right. I got a pointy lip. My lip ain't that big. And I got like a small, slender, straight kind of nose and everything. And when I when I date or I'm around people and stuff who aren't black, the non-blacks, be like, you're not like most blacks. What the fuck does that mean? <laughs> Not all black people look the same, you know what I'm saying? Not mm. all black people act the same. Not all the black people look the same. Not all the black people so, act so, the I'm same. Like, and it's we're not one way. You know, I think it's it's so funny because I think you truly have to be African American to realize notice the differences, the even the the subtle differences between between one person and another next. Because sometimes I look at you know what I mean and. And maybe ignorant, but sometimes I look like at Asians, mm-hmm. and some of them I can't tell apart. Asians? Yeah. I, 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 um, no, no, not really. I can't. I you know can't. what I mean? And there's, there's there's certain you know what I mean if you're if you're white within a certain background, sometimes I can't tell you apart either. I can't, I can't tell you. You know what I'm But I know it's been enough around black people to see the subtle differences here and there and there and there to notice right around. Like, okay, no, no, that that's that's different from Duke. <laughs> Can yeah, you know? Yeah, well, majority of the time. Majority yes. of the time. Yeah. Majority of the time. Yes. I, 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 I can't. I still can't. Whatever. Because check it. I used to talk to this one chick. Whatever. And I met her at like a, a Ganyan kind of function or whatever. Right? People from Ghana. Yeah. Right. I met her at a function and stuff and everything. Now most of the women and stuff are typical like dark skinned chocolate goddesses and everything like that, whatever. Right. She was kind of fair skinned. Right. She's kind of fair skinned, light skinned, like and stuff, whatever. And. Well, to to my knowledge and stuff, a good portion of light skinned girls like me more than dark skinned girls. Right. Right? Ever since I got single again, the dark skinned girls, hey, chocolate, I see you. But before that, whatever, as the light skinned chicks kind of look my way, or non black women. Right. Whatever, right? So now I'm talking to the girl and everything like that, whatever. And then somebody came past and they were talking to her in tree. That's their native tongue. Okay. It's tree. And when they were talking to her, so she went back. So I'm like, damn, I didn't know. I, I, didn't, I thought you were kind of like me. You had a friend who was. From Ghana, that's why you were here. Yeah. And she's like, no, she's half Ganyan right. and half Trinidad okay. and Tobago. Right. So I was like, oh, you're half Trini. So she's like, yeah. She's like, she's like you just probably thought I was just like like a regular Trini right, chick or something. Right, like. I'm right. like, yeah, I, I can't, I couldn't tell. But she threw you off because she's mixed, right? Right. But but on a typical day, right? Mm-hmm. You can tell the difference between a Jamaican. And a difference from somebody who's from, let's say, Ghana, then? No. No? No. I can't. You can't? H.O. Look at H.O. Salute to H.O. The first day I met H.O. and stuff, whatever. First yeah. day I met H.O., I couldn't even tell he was from Ghana. Yeah. 
H-O-M. Because they, they they say like some some African people and stuff, the older ones and stuff, where they're like put tribal scars on the kids. Right. Zero tribal scars. Because his mom and stuff like made adamant, like nobody's gonna scar her children's faces. Yeah. Whatever, right? So he had no tribal scars. And there's certain type of features and stuff, whatever, that like he had and stuff, whatever, looked like regular Jamaican folk or island folk that I hadn't mm. seen. Okay. <clears throat> his demeanor was never like that, whatever. That's what even the funny thing too, his his girl, who's Jamaican. When they went to when they went to Jamaica and stuff and everything, and they think he's a regular Jamaican person until he breaks it down. Tell like, no, like my fa- mother and father is from Ghana, yeah. and they're like, what? They're like, no, so you're not Yadi? And, and that's okay. what I'm saying. So maybe not, maybe Ghana is closer closer looking. Well, Nigerian is Nigerian. One of them, one of them, you can look at and you can tell. Is, bro, bro, I cannot tell. No, I, like I said, black people are not just one thing. Bro, I can I can tell the difference when I'm on Jane. Yeah. I can I can I can tell the difference between the Africans, between the Caribbeans, right? But I couldn't tell you the difference between two 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 groups of Asians. I I can't. I uh, can I? No, I can't. I gotta hear language. I I, I can't. I, yeah, I gotta I mean, hear, I gotta so, hear language. So I'd be a, I'd be that ignorant person that says. Racist. All, all Asian <laughs> people are the same, you know what I mean? Like that would be me. I'm, I'm being. I'm just being honest. Yeah, yeah, that's cool. That's I'm cool. just being honest. I, I, I would be that person. Right? I appreciate your honesty. And so, when when people from other other races say all black people look the same, mm. sometimes I can't argue it because here we are. We're just arguing how sometimes we can't even tell the difference right. amongst our own people. Right. 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 So is that really racist? No, it's not. No, it's, it's just not, an observation. That I don't, you're yeah, making. exactly. I don't, I don't hold that against them and stuff. But it's like when they said, "You don't look like the typical, or you don't act like the typical and stuff, whatever." But I'm like, but that—that's the thing that gets me because I'm always wrapping my finger around and stuff, and I'm like, but what's typical? But cause exactly because I could have had like generational type of thing and stuff, whatever, right? Because okay, to give you a background on my mom's side and family and stuff, whatever, I guess she's like. That the African descent Jamaican, right, and native to Jamaica, like the native, like Native American type of people, okay, to Jamaica. Those people, the maroon people, maroons, yeah, exactly. That's why I have a small nose. That's why I have a small ears and certain smaller features and everything. Right. Whatever. Part of the reason why I'm a midget too is because of them. Okay. Whatever. You okay. know what I'm saying? Like they have that kind of feet, those type of features and stuff, and that and kind of transcended and stuff like through my grandmother's like my grandmother and stuff whatever she was part of like that kind of um lineage right so at some time it didn't skip a generation because my mother has the same kind of nose and kind of like features and stuff but i am my mother's kid right whatever right but who's to say and stuff and my son he takes a good portion for more for his mother right and that's the beautiful thing about dna it just can't be contained no no Exactly. Nah. So if we're looking at like a native native person or a, a quote unquote like native Aboriginal type of person and stuff like that, yeah. whatever, then you add, I guess, African to it and stuff like that, whatever. You have my granny and then you have my mom and stuff, whatever, who, you know, her kid and stuff, whatever, who's like my granny's half and then her husband and stuff at the time and stuff, whatever, was full black. You have a, a portion of my mom and stuff whatever, where like the native gene is now slightly thinner because it got more black in than anything else. Mm-hmm. And my my mother and father and stuff would have more of the black and everything. Granted, you know my father. He light skin mm-hmm. and he has freckles. Mm-hmm. So that's what I'm saying. Like that adds another mixture and stuff whatever, to it too with her. So how can I be like the typical ones when my lineage isn't even typical? Yeah. So that's what I'm like. And then let's say like the acting thing and stuff. But I'm like, if I lived in a world like Carlton and you see me out here, you know, 
It's not unusual to be loved by anyone. That's just my world I come from. How do I have to act like a type of thing? So I just always get rubbed on the wrong way when it comes to that. I prefer them rub me in baby oil in a rub and tug type of place. Yeah. Quiet setting. Yeah. With my dick out. But, I mean, that's it. That's it. It's just, it's just, thought, just thoughts of a madman. I don't know. I'm just black on both sides, so they, I've never had that problem. <laughs> that's what's up. Uh, let's get to some shits, man. Um, and the winner of the Mount Rushmore is Group A, who belongs to Not Travis <laughs> Joseph. And you piece of shit, people who follow him. <laughs> First of all... I'd like to accept this award on behalf of uh, Denzel. <laughs> Leonardo. <laughs> Will... And, uh... You don't even remember the motherfucker's name. <laughs> Robert De Niro, you piece of shit. <laughs> Thank you for all the wonderful people that voted. Uh, we're working on the Mount Rushmore as we speak. <laughs> we got some chiseling away with the features to do right now. Yo, you, you better get all of them in there. Two chick pony looks on it. Except for Leo. Leo got a... Leo will... Leo will have a nice... Catalog of them acting in different types of ways. See, see, see. Leo's my Tom Hanks. Leo's your Tom Hanks. Leo's my. And Tom I, I can, I can see that. Leo, I have no. Leo's pro- my Tom Hanks. I have no problem with Leo's that. Leo's my Tom Hanks. But Tom Hanks against Denzel, that's a, that's a no brainer. But apparently, some people just don't have no brain. I mean, hey, I'm not here to judge. I don't have a lot of degree. Don't worry, folks. <laughs> Victory is sweet. <laughs> to everybody else, it's bitter. <laughs> <laughs> yo, and then okay, and then yo, no one was on my side this week. I realized that when it came to the polls, no, 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 came no, to the polls, they, no one was on no, my no, side. No, no. They, they wasn't feeling you at they all. They weren't feeling me at all. <laughs> I felt like, what was that? Oh my myself. That's what mm-hmm. I felt like. Mm-hmm. The other thing, the other poll was, can you love and hate someone simultaneously? So before we get the answers of what the people said. Let's go with you. All right. Can you love and hate someone simultaneously? No, I'm going to say no. You can't. No, you can't. You can't. You can't. Okay. Also, so you're on my side now. Because last time I checked the voting polls, motherfucker, you said yes. (laughs) I said yes in the voting (laughs) polls. You said yes. Sometimes you got to add a little controversy to the shit. (laughs) Oh, shit. What a guy. You got to add a little controversy. What a guy. (laughs) He said add controversy. I'm looking at stuff. I was like, so check it. Um... I pulled the question and stuff, whatever, like, try to do it in wee early morning hours and stuff, whatever. Right. Because my day just gets action-packed. I hit the ground running most of the time and stuff and don't stop till probably about, like, maybe 5, 6 p.m. Okay. So I'm going and stuff. I'm posting the thing and stuff. I'm like, shit. Because I let me drink a little tea. Depends on I might do a little push-ups. might a little curl a little weight or something. Kind of get the blood flowing before I hop in the shower. Right. And then I was like, damn, I didn't vote. So after, like, I've done finished sipping my tea, about to go hop in the shower and everything or whatever, yeah. I voted. You voted. And when I voted, whatever, I looked at the stuff and it was like, my thing brought it to, like, ah, oh, fuck. I think, like, whosoever probably got it, it was like 83-17, right? So I'm looking like, well, damn. I'm like, all right. because And I just finished posting probably, like, 20, 30 minutes before that, whatever. Yeah. Hit the ground running, doing all the above and stuff like that. And I've seen people to and fro at work, and they're like, yeah, you can love and hate somebody at the same time and stuff. And I'm like, how? I'm like, explain to me. I'm like, you can love someone, 
but you dislike what they do at that time or dislike how they behave <laughs> and everything. I think we freely, us as people and stuff, whatever, I'll put myself in the box and stuff too because there was a point in time I was like that, but I've become more self-aware right. that I don't freely use that word hate. Yeah, yeah. A lot of people say I freely use the word love. I'm a love slut. I'll call myself that. Okay. I'm with it, whatever. Okay. But I'd rather throw more love out there than hate. Right. If I, if you don't, if I give you a spoonful of clam chowder and stuff to eat, whatever, are you going to tell me you dislike clam chowder or you hate clam chowder? I'm going to tell you I dislike clam chowder. Right. But if you had a choice of between eating grass, mm-hmm. blade of grass, that's your shit, mm-hmm. some blades of grass or a spoonful of clam chowder, what are you eating? I'm eat the clam chowder. Exactly. Because you dislike it, but you need the substance and everything and whatever. So you're a rock with it. Right. You might not like the taste. Right. We overuse that word hate so much. Hate, hate, hate. I feel like us as people, we need to be get better and kind of eliminate that hate. When I was taught Spanish when I was little, you say no me gusta, you don't like. ODR right. means to hate in Spanish. Right. Shout out to my Latino folk, Mexico and Spain, by the way. <laughs> but, <laughs> but yeah, but you know what I'm saying? Like when it comes down to it, whatever, they tell you, you don't say that word hate. To, to say the word ODR means you're on a level of bloodshed. You're ready to cause mm. bloodshed or you cannot be in the same room with set person or okay. set thing. Right, right. So, and yes, there's levels of hate and there's levels of love, but yeah. those are two parallel type of things. So I'm like, I love and hate my man. How? No. Well, he cheated on me and everything like that. So you love him to stay with him. You just dislike what he did. Or you hate the man so much that you break up with him. Mm. So I'm like, which one is it? I guess you're right, Mar. Why don't you put that on the damn pole? <laughs> Hulk smash. <laughs> no, but you're, I mean, I think you are right, though. It's just people use those terms loosely, right? They to lose. They, they, they use, I mean, the term loosely mm-hmm. when there's, there is so much levels between, you know what I mean? It's mm-hmm. like, you're not necessarily you. You can like something really a lot, mm-hmm. but you're not necessarily in love with it, right? Right. But you have some people be like, "Oh, I love that." You know what I mean? So it's like, a, I, I, I've fallen in like you, with a few you, women. You, you fall in like, I've fallen in like with a lot of women. Not love. I've fallen in like. There's so, a few women I've fallen in love with. So yeah, I I agree. Yeah, those those terms are used loosely. And then when you and, and then it's confusing because if you you're using it loosely mm-hmm. to a person who's straightforward, then you can send the wrong message, right? Mm-hmm. Because that person is taking that word that you're using as face value when you probably don't mean it as such. Yo, a girl told me and stuff. Whatever, excuse me, <clears throat> a woman, a woman told me and stuff. Whatever. Um, she's like, she doesn't like that I use the word love. Whatever, right? She said, I she said, I use it too loosely and stuff, whatever. So she said, it would mean more to her if I said, like, I, I said, you know, like, come on, such and such. You know, I you know, I love you. You know, I love you and everything. Whatever. She said, no, no, no. She, she don't like when I say that. So she's like, she kind of takes it more when I say, such and such, I care for you. And it, it, it means more to her. Because she's like, right. you tell everybody you love. And she's like, you love, you say you fucking love bubble tea. <laughs> you love food. I'm like, I do. She got a point. I, I do. And when I'm but high, you, I even love it a lot more. But do you care for bubble tea? On a deep level, I do. 
if I was in a tub full of bubble tea and the tapioca bubbles, yeah. and I know my ass and my dick was clean, yeah. I would go in there and just drink it with my yeah, hand. Like, drink with I'm you. on top of the world, you know? Like a York Pepper Man patty, you know? Yeah. But I feel like, yes, I do use the word love probably a little bit more than I should. Right. But I feel like Dionne Warwick and Burt Baccarat had me, man. Mm-hmm. What the world needs now is love, sweet love. Fuck, if we use this, if we, if those officers had love in their heart, they want to do shit that they do. Yeah. If, if people want stuff, if you actually had more love in your heart and everything like that, you see a random ass person, you want to get them like an ice grill and stuff. And like, yeah, your parents might have gave you a type of demeanor and stuff to help build you. And then you develop rest and bitch face or a nigga moment and stuff might come in your system. But if you have more love and stuff, whatever, those things won't happen. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's just me. That's just my opinion, though, whatever, right? But like I said, we just take certain things and stuff, whatever, a little lightly, and they still, like, on, like, a straightforward level, they hold heavy weight. Yeah. They hold heavy weight, whatever, right? That's it. Speaking of love, tell me about your first love. Uh, Not much to tell. Did you lose your virginity to her? Nah. I don't think anybody lost their virginity to their first love. You lost your virginity in first love? Yeah, I was in love, man. I was in, you know. <laughs> Why you roll your eyes for? Folks at home who can't see this asshole, he just rolled his eyes at me. First of all, she was special to me. That's why I gave her my virginity. She was special to you? That's yes. Why you, that's why you gave? Yes. Oh, okay. I was looking for anybody special <laughs> to lose my virginity with. You just wanted a hole to put it in. I just want to lose my virginity, bro. Yo, let's talk about this real quick. I feel us as men, mm-hmm. I think we're over-sexualized. Like, I feel like yeah. we have to, like, even though it's like some of those old, like, old school movies and the teenage movies and shit, whatever, like, you know, before they go off to college, everybody's set, all the guys are set to lose their virginity before, like, they go off to college or before they become, quote-unquote, an adult. Yeah. Why? Symbolizes manhood, I think. Or they mm-hmm. like to... Take it as a symbolization of manhood. Cause even like like even like Superbad. Like Superbad is one of my favorite movies of all time and stuff, whatever. Superbad is like, he's like, yo, you gotta make sure and stuff, whatever. You lose your virginity and stuff while you're in high school. Because when you go to college, all these girls, they expect you to be a porn star and stuff, whatever. He's like, you're gonna be, you're gonna be it's gonna be a vagastastic voyage. So I was like, shit. But like American Pie, Porkies. Well, I even do you want even even better? Look at look at um Look at monarch, monarchy, monarchy with the with with the young princes, mm-hmm. right? Before they be, before they marry mm-hmm. and settle down with whoever used to be to be their wife, they're told to go out there and sow their wild oats. As men, yeah. So why do people cuss boozy and stuff, whatever, for him trying to just make his son and his nephew sold their wild oats so early? When this is traditionally, or traditionally and typically how we raise men across the world. I think the backlash has to, has to do more with the fact that you're putting it out there. So if he didn't put it out there and stuff and just let it happen... Look, man, you're teaching your kids how to be a man. That's that's on you. That's how you do it. That's on you. As long as they get from childhood to being a man. But you shouldn't be broadcasting it. 
I mean, but <laughs> if it's typically done, what what is it? You just don't say certain type of things. Is that what it is? Shit, things you don't need to be you don't need to be broadcasting everything. Facts might be mindful what you post. Yeah, I'm a firm believer and stuff in that. But even if he said it in a conversation and somebody repeated the rhetoric somewhere and stuff and said Boozy said it, like yo, we heard you say it and stuff and he's like yeah. He's still going to be crucified for it, regardless if he posted it and stuff or not. Yeah, I don't think that it really depends on who's hearing it, right? Because there's people who've heard what he said today and haven't crucified him. I don't crucify him and stuff for that. Exactly. So it's gonna it's it's all it's gonna be depending remember, on you who crucified me when it came to the the twelve year old the fourteen year old with the strippers and stuff at the birthday party. I'm like. He's gonna be going to strip club any day in the future. <laughs> so yeah, but we both agreed that it should it should have been something that was not posted. Fair. Right? Agree, of course, absolutely. Yeah, it should be something. I mean, I mean, to, to, you, you just you, word of mouth. Do you hear it? Whatever. Like, yeah, yeah. And you know, what I mean, I think when you're posting it, you 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 open it up to those who disagree, disagree, and, and want to ridicule you. I mean, but it's I mean? some of the stuff we even say on the show. This is a trigger warning type of show, right? Yeah. We go by unpopular opinion and stuff like that as well. So I mean, it can come to a point where us, what we say, goes into the ethos of the internet. And it's there, yeah. and whenever they get back to it and stuff, whatever, they're coming from my most of the time my neck because you're fucking politically correct oh, yeah, most of the yeah, damn time. Yeah. And but like, yeah, I said it. But you just think about it, right? Can you imagine? Imagine Boozy be telling that story to you know a couple couple of his boys. Mm-hmm. His boys about he's like, oh yeah, yo yo, what your son doing? You know what I mean? Like that's the exchange that mm-hmm. he's having with his boys. But that's not the exchange that you're gonna have. With everybody. Absolutely. You know what I mean? So, yeah, share a conversation with your boys, people who understand you and people you understand and have like mind with, that's fine. Mm-hmm. But as soon as you put it in a realm where people are going to be, be able to disagree with you, prepare for people to be able to disagree with you. Absolutely. I remember um, a boy, Benji. Salute to Benji. His sister's ex-boyfriend, He's he was Thai. And he said the tradition in Thailand and stuff is kind of like if they know you're a virgin, yeah, and everything like that, like before, like while you're still in school days, your friends all chip in money mm-hmm. for you to get a prostitute, okay, and they just send you to get a prostitute and stuff for it, or they pay for a prostitute and stuff for that for you to have a session and stuff. So it's like most of the guys they lose their virginity to like you know I guess like your case you lost your virginity to I'm not calling that girl a prostitute no, no I'm not but she he didn't a, love you boo she was an older woman I'll he give, didn't love you I'll boo. give her that much <laughs> I don't think she loved me either so I think, how do you know she didn't feel so special I think we're, we're even we're, we're even cute. I, how do you know hey nobody knows but number no love at fourteen and sixteen <laughs> Wait, you were fourteen I was fourteen she was sixteen. Okay, okay, you told women too. Oh, yeah, yeah, like I said, she was an older okay, woman. Okay, all right, all right, now. What is she, okay, so what did she teach you? Your first love? Um, she didn't teach me anything. Really? Oh, no, 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 we talked about my first love. Yeah, first love. my first love, I didn't have no, sex with my first love. No, no, I know, you didn't have sex with her. Uh, Get your mind out the gutter, not your average Joseph. Gosh, that's my suburban. That it hurts loving somebody. That it can hurt love somebody oh. if they don't love you back. Oh, you want a hug? No, I'm good now. You sure? I'm good now, nigga. <laughs> Yo, I, I thought it was a moment. I thought we were having a listen. moment. No, no, I thought we were no, having a moment. No moments happening. Yo, I'm, like, I'm opening up. That's about it. No shoulder cry on it. Nothing. None of that is needed. I, 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 none I, I, of that I, I, is needed. 
We had him, had him on early in the show, you know? You, you were expecting... I think... No, but that, that's the first time that I actually felt, you know, like, like, wow. Like, you know, this girl's gone. Mm-hmm. This girl's no longer... And, like, all I can do is think about her. Right. You know what I mean? Um... Yeah, and I, just I've try to just try and just, just I think I think it left me with a whole questioning myself. Where did I went wrong? What did I do with this? That you know I mean? all these things that I've never done before. Mm, she brought you to that place. Yeah, it brought me to that place where I realized, wow, I really genuinely had feelings for this woman more than I even would have admitted to myself or even known to myself. I feel that I might be what the well, this is devil's advocate in me, but I feel like um every man needs to experience heartbreak. Yeah, I think so too. I feel like the reason why I say that and stuff, whatever, is that where do you go after you've hit rock bottom? Proves a lot about your character and everything yep. like that. Um, like I hope at the like my mom, my mom, my family, my older loved ones, you guys and stuff as well, provided me with enough love and support to kind of make me secure. Mm. So my bounce backs from hardships are not that bad. I think it was from the tools that I was given, and I'll right. try to give. I'll try to instill the same thing and stuff to my son as a father. Yeah, as well. Yeah. So then he knows and stuff for them. Like it's 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 gonna go. It's, yeah. it's it's gonna happen. It's inevitable. Oh yeah. But when it happens and stuff for them, where you go from there, it shapes you. The illest thing I heard. I wish I I wish I fucking made this into a soul say the sons and stuff for them. But I have to figure out who wrote it. Give them the credit first before it said it. But calm seas never made great sailors. Oh yeah, I heard that before. You have to go through some shit. Yeah. To be great. Mm-hmm. And where you go and stuff and everything. My mom and I, we had a convo and stuff, whatever, you know, years ago and shit. Like, I think I was in my early 20s or something like that, whatever. And she's like, I said, oh, you know, I said something about strong women. Like, there's a lot of strong women out here and everything. And she's looked at me. She kissed her teeth, you know? She said, me, strong women. She said, no, 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 no. They're strong and there's aggressive, bumblecloth, aggressive women. So I'm like, why you emphasize the bumblecloth? And she's like, a strong person is a person that can weather many storms and there's no change to their character. Yes. That's a strong person. Yes. An aggressive person, they go through one storm and they change for the worse. Yeah. When you go through a love situation and stuff like that, you shouldn't change for the worse. We said that. One letter returned better right. and bitter. Yep. Whatever, right? So I feel like hopefully if my son, when I, my son comes to that point, I give him enough teachings, love, and support and as well as his, his surroundings as well, for him to go up and be great. To yeah. be better, not bitter, about that situation and stuff, whatever. It's going to happen. It's gonna, Yeah, it's, I mean, like I said, it's a situation where it's unavoidable. Mm-hmm. I mean, once you fall in love, it's kind of hard to fall out of it. And I mean, even when it's not reciprocated and it comes to an end, that love going to linger a little bit. And this is going to take a while for it to go away. Is that men? Or is that both? Uh, both? Both sex? Both, man. Uh, well, there's a lot of genders now. <laughs> but, okay, but yeah, yeah. Men and women. Men, men, men and female. Men and, M- male and female. Male and female. Yeah. Yeah, I, I see it. 
I just feel like my just my my opinion. I feel like women fall into love faster. Yes, and fall out of love faster than men. And for yes. men, it takes us a, a, a time to fall into love, and a time and, and fall out. Yeah. Whatever. Yeah, I, I, would cr- agree to I that. crush easy. Like I have a crush on them. To every them. To every woman. Certain things about certain women. Yeah, I just might think, oh, I like her, but I, it's not to a point where I'm like, I can't live without her. Like, no, I go to sleep and forget this fucking person. It's tough, no disrespect, but like, for me to fall into love and stuff, there's got to be substantial things or some things you do, say, and etc. For me to put me in that kind of state, yeah, and then to for me to withdraw myself from it, whatever, it's gonna take some time and stuff for the, the linger part, which you're talking about, mm, whatever, yeah. right? So I mean, like, yeah. <laughs> I see you didn't lose your virginity to your love like I did. Maybe I'm the only sap on this show. Hopeless romantic that I am. No, we'll just stick with sap. We'll just stick with sap. Your words are offensive. Hopeless romantic. Your don't, words are we'll offensive. Try to, we'll try to make it sound good. What do you mean? I'm a hopeless no, romantic. No, you a sap. <laughs> Better sap than a sim. Hey, this is true. Yo. This is true. Yo, have you ever had sex that was terrible? Hell yeah. Really? I'm How many? Good, I'm Everybody's had sex, terrible sex. At least I think women once. have more terrible sex than men have terrible sex. Oh, uh, you ain't meant you you ain't, I, you ain't meant Stuffy the starfish. You no, know, I had a few starfishes. Yeah, starfish. you met Stuffy the starfish. I, I, yeah. Then how can yeah. you say only women? No, no, I said women have more. Yeah, they, they have, have more. more. Okay, they, they have more. I know. Like, I'm, I, like, I'm I, like quite a few Stuffy the starfishes. I, I have a few starfishes under my belt. Okay, and I think there was one young lady. Uh, I don't know. The cooch didn't feel right. Uh, I don't know. Like maybe because I don't know. I had condom. I don't know. But from the condom side, because I always used thin. Yeah. But it felt like it, it didn't feel right. One of my friends said he'd been with a chick that felt like like throwing a hot dog in the hallway. Like she had no walls. And he's like, he's like, he's not a little dude and stuff. And I'm like, I don't want to see a dick and everything. But he's like, no, he's working with at least like some inches. Yeah. And he's like, for it to feel like there was nothingness in there or whatever, it was something else. The girl I was with. It felt like wet food in a sink. Like, you know, the wet little pieces of... Yeah. And that's what it felt like. It was like, I was like, yeah. ew, yeah. I was like, ew, ew. So I was like, I just kind of just rabbited through it, whatever, to kind of just finish. I was like, you know what? I just got to get this show over with. And I never did it again. I just told her, like, I was going away to to military. <laughs> So if she see me on the street, she might be like, oh, you must be a decorated soldier now. So, yo, nigga. Yeah, I, I am. <laughs> soldier of love, man. So, yeah, you had the starfishes. What else? Starfishes, the, the overly overly wide cooch. You know, you fall in, you actually fall in. The hot yeah. dog in the hallway yeah, shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I had, I had the hot dog in the hallway. Is that legit? Hmm? Maybe I think women with Kegel gave us on point. Like, I, I haven't Maybe. got... Maybe. Let me touch wood real quick. I ain't, I'm not trying to get that in my Maybe. near future. Maybe. So it's not that bad when I, because I'm a hopeless romantic. Mm. Bitch. <laughs> Why you disrespect me? No. You ever get... You ever get head... Do you physically get a headache? Wait, you got a head to... Hold on. I had some long head sessions because it, it takes a lot for me to bust off head. No, I never got a headache. It's happened to me twice. You had was it was it going too long or something like that? Like what made you develop a headache I, from? I, it? I don't I don't know what caused the headache, but yeah, That's it's, weird. It's to My me. stomach kind of turned when you said that. Like how is that possible? Hey, I I have no clue, bro. 
but I had like 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 now I'm talking like <laughs> pow, like like throbbing like pounding headache. To the point he's like, yeah, no, just just finish. Just, just, just stop. stop. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Really? Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I don't know. It happened to me twice. Shit. I don't think no physician can fix that for you. So. <laughs> I thought I just throw that out there just in case. <laughs> there there, there might be. There might be. There might be because I know. I remember a guy told me stuff once with I told him about. I was in a woman, at the time, and I think this when the Limitless movie came out. Yeah. And I really wanted to watch the movie. I'm I'm the idiot. Like we say, Netflix and chill. I'm actually going there for Netflix. Netflix. When the credits roll, we can chill. Chill. When chill. the credits come yeah. on, not when the movie's on. And I really wanted to watch the movie. Yeah. And movie's like, dope. Movie's dope. Yeah, dope. Exactly. But then she start rubbing on it and everything, light it through the pants. I was like, she's like, yo, like you know, just whip it out. I was like, mm, okay. Yeah. But I was trying to reach for the remote to try to you know hit pause or stop. Yeah. I want to focus on that. But I want to focus on the task at hand. And she was just going, going, till I even seen her like do one of little ah, ah, like stretch. <laughs> type of uh, I was like, she, she, she backed up and then what is? Yeah, she's like, oh, I'm like, oh my God. She's like, you know what? Let's go to the bedroom and we beat it up because I really want to watch this movie. <laughs> but you look like you're in pain. <laughs> you got about to get locked jaw. You get locked jaw. <laughs> so I was like, all right, my bad. My bad. But when I was telling the dude and stuff like that, he was saying the stuff like that. He's like, yo, there was one time he was with a chick. And he's like, he was focused on, I guess, like a movie. Yeah. And something like that, where he was focused on watching something else. And he said, when it came to him getting the goods and stuff, for some reason, his stomach started hurting. And he felt like he, he felt nauseous. Really? Yeah, he felt nauseous. I was like, I don't know if a doctor can cure that or whatever. Yeah. But he yeah. said that he's like, basically, he kind of beat it up from the back and everything like that. And he said, like, he just had to wrap it up and stuff, whatever, kind of fast. Yeah. Because he said, he like, felt like, he just wanted to just, just yak on yeah. her back. Yeah. Yak on, on her, her back. back. Yeah. Effortless bars, baby. There you go. There you go. <laughs> yo, but I was like, hmm. Yo. Let me ask you this. That's great, bro. We're in a situation of stuff where we should be building our black queens because mm-hmm. of the special times we live in. Yeah. And our black kings. We're not saying we're not building everybody, but we're focusing on them, on us a little bit more right. in these times and stuff. And by the way, salute to Japan. Because Japan has a, they have a, their their march today on the Sunday. Okay. For the Black Lives Matter thing and stuff, whatever. And I, to be honest and stuff, whatever, when I had to Google the population for blacks in Japan, it's at 5%, like 5.5%. Of what? Black people living in Japan? Japan, Living in Japan. Really? 5.5%. Did not know that. Wow. Whatever. But I think. is is, Is that a lot of. Um, Army folk, station station folk, correct. Right, okay, okay, correct. But then you have other ones and stuff with it that go for like students and right, yeah, teaching and, so and forth. stay yeah, yeah. and everything. I know if my black ass had an opportunity and stuff, I don't know I might not, I might not come back right away. <laughs> so I mean, there's some folks and stuff that kind of think like my weird ass stuff too, right? Yeah. So, but with the black women and black men, I feel like a lot of times in black couples and stuff, whatever, black relationships. Excuse me. You agree or disagree? Do black women emasculate black men more than other races? Um, and let me let me say this: Google's definition of um, masculine, emasculating, emasculate is when a man is deprived from his male role or his identity. Mm. And then, like, there was another one of stuff from Webster that said. 
to make weaker or less effective. Those are the two definitions I got for emasculate. So do you feel that black women emasculate black men more than other races? I want to say mm. slightly. See, and, and here, the, the, here's the tricky thing when I look at situations like this, right? Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm, and I'm gonna, I'm gonna use black on black as an example, mm-hmm. right? We see black on black crime happening mm-hmm. more frequent than we see black on anybody else because of just the situation that we're in. So if you're around more blacks, you're going to have more black on black crime, right? I can agree to that. If you're around if if Asians are on anything more than Asians, it's going to be Asian on Asian crime. White people is probably more white on white than anything else, right? So when when you, when we get hit with stuff like this, I feel like it's apples and oranges though. Go ahead. Because I've not to cut you, put a thumbtack in that. The quote unquote I guess stereotype mm-hmm. is that Asian women are more docile. Okay. So if you're if they're more of docile, docile type, which is from the stereotype, right? They're not the ones to kind of emasculate a man and stuff. They're the docile one in the relationship. Okay. Go but ahead. who but who is that? <clears throat> From what standpoint are we hearing that from? Are we hearing that from like if the if, non-Asians? If if you were in an if you were in an Asian community, mm-hmm. would they say the same thing that their their Asian women are docile? Is that a good portion of them? Would, because okay, would say it. yeah, because yeah, I want to say yeah. it so like soon to my girl Tweet Benji's wife, right? She said she's I'm giving her info, but she's she's from Vietnamese descent, yeah, and her father made sure mm-hmm. she wasn't raised to be the typical Asian woman. Okay. So typical Vietnamese young woman and stuff, whatever, would just take the shit and they won't speak up. Her and her sisters, right. they're vocal as can be. Okay. Like, I wouldn't, like, she, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, she's in a, in a, in a level of stuff that came to her and her husband, her, my right. boy. Right. She might demasculate his ass and drop over die faster than a black woman would. Okay. Okay. So, so and, and, and that's but she's kinda, But that, she's a rarity. She's a rarity. Yeah. Right? So this is so this is kind of what I'm, I'm I'm getting at. So in a situation, in a situation where where we have one group of of women, mm-hmm. we will say the Asian group of women, they're considered to be docile, mm-hmm. right? And we have one group of women, which are are black women, mm-hmm. which are typically considered angry, mm-hmm. aggressive, 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 right? But we know within those two groups. Mm-hmm. It could go. It could go either or. Absolutely. Right. Absolutely. Now, so now it's it's really a, it's really a numbers game, and so that's why I see, I think, slightly yes, mm-hmm. with that black woman being more aggressive or or emasculating a black male. Mm-hmm. But I also think that same black woman mm-hmm. would also emasculate a white male. Would also emasculate an Asian, Asian man. man. Yeah. Ooh, 
But, that, that, but that's just who... Sh- I feel a pull coming up, folks. That, but that, you know what I mean? Yeah, From that yeah, standpoint, yeah, yeah, yeah. right? Yeah, you're right. Just, just, like how, just like how that same Asian woman mm-hmm. who's docile to her Asian man, she's probably going to be docile to an African-American male. Right. Probably going to be docile to, to, white to, to a Caucasian male. Right. Right? So I don't necessarily look at it from the men, black, the, the black the, the, woman, but it's the, the black the, woman then. The, yeah, so I'm not really looking at it as the 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 the, the race of the male mm-hmm. more than the race, race of the, the female. Gotcha. So black women demasculate men. Do black women demasculate men? So I, so, it's, so if you're gonna say it like that, yes, then I would probably say more than. More than any other race of women, I would say yes. My queens, we need to do better. So what? Okay, what constitutes to you emasculating a man? Uh, putting them down, not letting him do the things that he he needs to do, or I wouldn't say needs to do, but. feels compelled to do as a man. Because, mm. I mean, let's let's be honest. There is no... There gender-specific is no gender-specific right. thing, right? Right. But there's duties that we take we take on right. from the assumption of, 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 of it being quote-unquote a man's job or quote-unquote a woman's job. Right. So... If you're that type of man who just, you know what I mean, who feels like, yo, I'm this is this what I need to do, I'm I'm gonna do it. And your wife comes around and says, No, I'm gonna do it because anytime you do it, it's crap. That's the that's emasculating. That's that's emasculating. Yeah, that is. That's you know what I mean. If you're putting it, if I'm if I'm coming forward with the effort, mm-hmm. right? And you're not seeing me do it as is to, to the capability or to the the standard that it, it can be done, mm-hmm. right? Then, uh, then, then, in opposed of you saying, "Oh, hun, that's that's good," but if you do if you do it like this, do it like, like that, you probably get a little bit better. You probably do a little bit done, better done, right? Wordplay, wordplay, right? Wordplay. And I would say to myself, "Okay, yeah, yeah, I can do this, that, and that, right, mm-hmm. and get it done." But instead, you choose to say. You did it wrong. You're worthless. You, you, you're totally useless. Forget it. I'll do it myself. My favorite one. You're as useless as an asshole right here. <laughs> Folks, I'm pointing at my elbow. Pointing at his elbow. I'm pointing at my That's elbow. That's on your elbow. You're useless. That's how useless you are. You shit with your, you know, doing the people's elbow. You know what I mean? So if if it's if you're coming at him like that, then yeah, that's a totally emasculate. Because mm-hmm. now you're saying to yourself, you don't even trust him as a man to do a man's job. You'll do it yourself. To me, what constitutes is masculine man, um, withholding sex, verbal and sometimes physical attacks. Mm, yeah. Blaming men. Yeah, I can see that. Comparing men to others and dominating men. Like, I... Here's my thing. You've been a husband longer than anything else. Let's say I get a new woman and stuff for that. When I get a new woman and stuff and everything, she's like, oh, I just love how smooth just does everything and stuff whatever for his wife with the blink of an eye. I do things for you, though, right, boo? But I can't, but the way how he does it, it doesn't want to look a sense of je ne sais quoi. 
And I'd be like, the fact that you're comparing me to another, I'm like, fuck it, go be with smooth. But with them. that then, though, but then, with that then also depends on the man, right? Because you, you would have to... You would have to feel a way about it in order to be emasculating. Yo, don't compare me to nobody. But some men don't give a shit. Some men so so so. I don't care. And it's not gonna be it's not gonna emasculate them. How many straws would it take to break the camel's back? If this person, yeah. I was about to say another word, this piece of bastard yeah. says the same thing over and over. So you wanna get annoyed? But if I know it's a, listen. That's if a I yes or no it, statement. If, if I sir. know it's not true, yeah. No. no. Okay. No. You can say this, you can say it a million and one times. Absolutely. Till you turn blue in the face. But then that's what I'm saying. Like, there's come, I feel like there's still come a point. So I'm not gay. Yeah. You can call me gay and stuff like that a million times and stuff like that. But I'm pretty sure by the time you come like, hey, homo milk and everything like whatever, like, damn it, dog. Don't you get bored? I that, that's me like kind of snapping and stuff with it. Like the the, the threads starting to unravel. All right. You may snap. Yeah. Right? Right. You may say something, mm-hmm. right? But you probably still won't feel emasculated. So you can snap, you can say, say listen, bitch. You don't tell me how I'm not that one more time, mom, but kick your ass to the curb, you're gonna pack your bags and go to Marvin's house. But I still ain't gonna feel emasculated. I mean, she had pay bills, she can come. Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> So that's what I'm saying. Yeah, it, depend, yeah. it depend, It's also going to depend on the man, right? Right. Because you can't. Because it can be emasculating. Absolutely. For a person who, who, who. I guess what would you say? Not not strong willed. Yeah. Or lack of self respect. Lack of self. Or yeah. Or lack of self. Any one of those things mm-hmm. can be can that can add to that and then become emasculating. Mm. Yeah, I, I get it, man. Um. Let me ask you this now. Well, since we're on the black thing, <clears throat> in this climate now, where Black Lives Matter is pumping stuff still heavy and stuff and everything, mm-hmm. do you think music artists would change their message? You know, that's a good question. And I I thought about this um, simply because within the last, I want to say the last two or three weeks, mm-hmm. we've been hearing more uh, some some conscious efforts coming up, mm-hmm. um, but again, it's like uh, y'all couldn't make conscious records before. You know what I mean? It's like, so what's going on? Is it just really the climate that we're in now that you're kind of pandering to this sort of thing? Half pander to me. Half pander. Half pander, and it's kind of like, what can people relate to? Right. Back in the day, I want to say when I was on my not-so-good-boy shit, my terrorist shit, whatever, let's say, like, a good person like the locks or some kind of mixtape shit that I would hear and everything like that, whatever, the stuff that they would talk about and everything was kind of right in my alley that I can relate to. Right. Whatever, right? I was more on an aggressive type of thing and stuff like that and all the above, and I can relate to that. Me, the type of person that I am now, 9 to 5 kind of person... You know, um, you know, college educated and different different world. Yeah. I'm not in that realm of stuff that I used to be in. No. So that's not relatable to me. So if I'm listening to listen to something and stuff about like fighting, knocking a nigga out, gun busting and all that type yeah. of stuff, I can't relate yeah. to that. 
not th not that you can't relate to it, but you're ab you're above that now, because you can still relate to it. you still know you yeah, still know that yeah, world. But I'm above you, that. Yeah, but you're above that. But I'm above that. Right. So and that's what I'm saying. Like when the music they make and stuff, whatever, they might not be as transcendent or enlightened like how I am. Yeah, and that's the kind of realm they know. And then some people just gravitate to that type of music and stuff that they know and everything like that, whatever, right? Right. Now, if everything is going on and stuff, whatever, what like, well, they probably may not be selling as much as dope or might not be gun busting no too much towards another black person now because of the, the world we live in and stuff like that. The climate's now changed. Right. So I feel like, yes, they might be pandering to like this this type of new wave and stuff and everything. Right. If that wasn't their aim and stuff before. Before, right. But I feel like... Yo, that's the world we live in now. And you got to make things that's relatable to the peoples, especially to your audience, whatever target okay. audience okay. you have. All right. So with that being with that being said then, right? Mm -hmm. Because typically when we, when, when we talk about hip-hop and we talk about um, the negative messages that, you know, that, that, that comes from most of these artists, mm -hmm. and we ask, well, why can't we... Um, why can't we hear anything positive? Right. Right? And, you know, sometimes when you speak to these artists, they'll tell you, well, you know, oh, shit, I did, you know, a, almost an entire album, and shit was dope from begin to again. It was all, all positive. positive. When I went to go turn it in to my record label to say, hey, my album's done and already. And they said, this not It's like, yo, what, what happened to the, the bitches, the drug dealing, this, that, and that? They said, yo, this doesn't sell. This doesn't play on the radio. We can't put this out. Go back and give me something that sells. Right. Right? So now, the artist now, even though he, you know, he he, he can do the... Bitches and hoes and drug dealing, gun busting. He's not, maybe not motivated in that, but wants that record deal, wants to keep his record deal. Wants the money to come in. So this is what he gives you, right? Mm -hmm. He gives you that. And we never get the we never get the genius bars that could probably change the world. Right. Right. Now that's the decision the record make the record label has made because it's profitable mm -hmm. to them, right? Okay, so now that we're in this climate now, right? Mm -hmm. If if uh if the consumer says Hey, listen, we no longer want to hear this shit. It's a new day. Mm -hmm. Wanna hear nothing about no 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 bitches. Wanna hear about nothing about killing nobody else that 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 looks like 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 me. Right. right? Wanna hear about hustling this that that not in their bits. We're tired of that music. Right? right? So now now so now that music's playing is playing for nobody. So now here comes the record label coming in. Need something for the people. We need something to, you know, get the people going. Give us something positive. Mm -hmm. So now the artist says, "Shit, y'all need something positive." And starts penning some positive stuff, right? So now we're flooded with positive music. Okay. What's the catalyst in that situation? Is it the artist that is? looking and want to help create change? Or is it the record company... The money. ...just wanting to continue to make money? Yeah, where's the money? It's the record label that just wants to continue to make money. Okay, so now we're we're at that stage, right? Okay. 
Now, <clears throat> before we got to that stage, though, it was the party and bullshit rhymes, right? Right. Now, it got to the point where that's all they want to hear. Might as well go and look for artists with that's all they got to offer, right? Okay. So now you got a whole lineup of artists who are giving you what you want, right? Okay. But now all of a sudden you want this. How many artists are you cap- are, do you think out there are capable of now doing this as opposed to doing all the other shit that they just grew up witnessing and that's all they know? Maybe a pocket few, but... A pocket few? Yeah, I, I feel like we live in a world right now in the music industry where we don't need a record label to back anybody. Right. The push is good, but it comes with a cost. And a lot of people... Lil Nas X. Yeah. Tell me tell me another hip-hop track and stuff whatever recently and stuff that's been big as that Old Town Road. Yeah. There's no gun-busting bitches and hoes and all that type of stuff in that track whatever. Right. And that thing went far. Far. Whatever, right? right? So, I mean... And that was an independent type of thing. A SoundCloud thing that went to, quote-unquote, musically, then turned into TikTok, and then it just blew up to what it is and stuff. And but he had another machine behind him, though. He didn't have the he didn't have the record label machine, but he had the LGP. That's a machine in itself. And when they no, were like, he, after he came out when he was gay, but he never came out and said he was gay in the yeah, beginning. Yeah, but I'm pretty sure a lot of people knew that he was gay though. I didn't know he was gay. We didn't know. We didn't. We didn't know. But we were, were, were voices of the people, and we didn't know. We didn't know. Right. But, there, there, but there's people who were around him in, in that camp that knew he was. You understand? Right. So if, but that's what I'm saying, and that's see, that's what you're saying in that camp. Right. So but hold outside, on, hold on, go ahead. So let me finish. Right. So in that camp, right, right, you have players, right? Okay. You have you have people that can make things happen, right? right? Now, old time road. I don't think it would have been. I don't think it would have been as big if he was straight. I'm, I'm, I'm being honest. Even the fact that we found out, even the I, fact that we found out later. Hold on. Even the fact that we found out later, mm-hmm. people knew who he was, so they were ready to push whatever. It's just like I'll give you. I'll, I'll give you an, an example besides him, right? Hold on, before you leave him and stuff. Hold on, no, no, I'm, I'm a, to make his point, right? There's an artist named Black. Have you heard that? Uh, the singer named Black Bear. Yeah. Okay, the white kid, right? Yeah. One song, right? Mm-hmm. Comes out with one song. Nobody that before he comes out with that one song, nobody knows who the hell this guy is. Right. Right. So it's up to the machine. So the machine comes in and says, yo, I got this artist. I need for you to play this artist, right? And the machine goes around and does that. All the little different stuff like that, you know what I mean? The, the social media networks decide that whatever the machine can operate with, the realm it operates in, operates and gets it done. Okay. Right? Same thing with Lil Nas X. Without us knowing who he is, there's somebody already who knows who he is. And knows the importance of what he's going to play. Right. So they start working. They start working the background scenes for him, right? Just like, I'll give you another example. Drake. When Drake first pop, when Drake first popped off, everybody was pissed off because they're saying like, 
yo, who is this unknown rapper? Where is he coming from? Why is he getting all this play? Right? Okay. But what they didn't know was what 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 the outside didn't know, right? But what the inside knew, right, was there's this chick, right, who's high up, really liked him, right? Right. So started going around with his music mm-hmm. and said, hey, this is what you're playing. And this is what you're playing. Right. This is what you're playing. This is what you're playing. This is what you're playing. Till he's till he's playing. Right, because she's the machine. Because she's the machine. That's fine. But right? my thing and stuff is that even if whatever, mm-hmm. she's going to the place and stuff to plug it in and stuff, whatever, right? It's still more of the consumer than it is of the, the, the operating bodies with the machine. And it's up to the consumer to ingest mm-hmm. it and take cons- it on. Co- because even cons- like Lil Nas consumer. X, because Lil, even Lil Nas X, he came out the June right. after his song bust in the October, November of the year before to say that he was publicly gay. Publicly. Right. And then publicly. After, and because of that, that gave it another few months and stuff to live on the public. Ch- exactly. But that gave it another life and stuff to live to the to the outside world, to but the consumer wh- world. But while he was in the while he was in the background, no one knew. Th- no. LGBT the community. No, they knew. did not. No, they did not. Dude. No, they the did not. The community knew. Those who are in his cir- his inner circle knew. But that's what I'm saying. He was his gay. inner circle is like this competitive consumer who are out the out I'm of I'm not talking to consumer. I'm not talking. Don't let's not. We're, we're getting two people making. We're talking the consumer and the machine. And the machine. But that's what I'm saying. The machine is fine. I'm yeah. okay with the machine. Yeah. But the machine is, say the machine is like 10 bodies. Yeah. Whatever, right? right? Ten operating bodies, and it might have five people on the East machine. So let's say they're, they're, they're possibly 50. Right. 50. Right. Right? Right. You can play whatever song. I'm consumer. I have to choose if I want to stream it, play it on a streaming platform or not. Yeah. That's it. But you know what? And, but, and but, with the more streams I play, if I play that song five times, it's adding to the it's adding to whatever set machine and that person is going to build mm, and grow. Set, okay, it's consumer. Okay, see, it's still okay, consumer see, he jumps off. Okay, see, he jumps off a, he jumps off a SoundCloud, right? Right. Consumers, consumers, yes, we stream it, mm-hmm. right? But we're not we're we're not the we're not the deciding factor on what needs to be played. What how what needs to be played? How long? How much times it's streamed and how many times it's streamed? Then of course we are. Hold on, hold on. Then we're not the ones that go to the blogs and say, "Hey, this is what this is what this is." We need you to put it in front of these people so they can see it and so they can so they can stream right. So so again, I'm Little Nas X. Right? Mm-hmm. I make a banging track, right? Who's ever in my camp, right, knows knows that I'm gay. Okay. Okay? Someone says to somebody else within the community, says, this is a rapper. He raps really well. You understand? And he's gay. Okay. Right? So now he can be a, he can be a, a he can be a beacon, right? So say, okay, but guess what? We're not gonna say we're not gonna tell anybody he's gay, right? Okay. Because we already know the attitude of the hip hop community, right? right? So we're gonna we're gonna protect that part about him, right? Right? But while we're protecting that part about him. Mm-hmm. I'm going to go through all my channels that I already know that's out there, 
all my bloggers who all I know that's out there, and I'm just gonna get them to go to friggin' town with this song, whether it be on SoundCloud, whether it be on anything that's social media, to get it out there in front of the people's and faces. And that's fine, yeah, if it's out in the faces. No, no, when it's out in the people's faces, right? the consumer does the rest. But the cons- that's what I'm telling you, it's song still has to be good to the consumer's liking, no, but, because at the end of the day... But how many shit songs out there consumers didn't like that blew but, up? But that's what I'm saying. That, name a shit song right now. You name me a shit song right now mm. that is completely garbage, and the consumers can actually say that it's a garbage track, but they're streaming it. They have to like it. They have to like it. You can put a song... Yeah, radio's yeah, obsolete. Yeah, that's the wrong person. Because, and, but that's what I'm saying. Because I'm going to tell you, I think 50% of the, sh- the songs that are out there are shit. Right, and it's up to your liking to say like if it's shit or not, whatever, right? What, and that's though. what I'm saying. It's a, it's a liking But hear what, though? Half of the 50 songs that I say that are shit, mm-hmm. I hear so many times that I, I it's it's beaten it's beaten into me. And that's this is the problem that's, with a lot and of music. Which is fine, because it's now, it's now penetrating stuff so much to you. You listen to radio. I don't, right? Now, my thing is stuff is that if I like this shit song, I'm going to stream it. Right. And if I don't like the shit song, I'm not going to play it at all. Right. And that's that's part of the reason why, like, when it comes to the streaming world and stuff, whatever, they really have to like your shit to even give it a no, spin. No, but no. But see, it used to be like that. But now, everything's curated. So a lot of times, people don't even listen to the music that they like. They're just saying, oh, you know what? Um... Vibe 105.5. Radio, obsolete, continue. Hold on, hold on. They just put out their Spotify streaming list. Mm-hmm. So, I don't care what's in the Spotify streaming list. I'm just going to go listen to Vibe, Vibe. 105.5's streaming list. Right. Right? You have, you have record companies who are paying people with streaming lists to put their shit on it because they know, they know majority of the people don't pick for themselves. Right. They rather they rather have it curated Trained. already, right? And they put it in so, the playlist. So now, if I if I know that's the that to be the case, right? Right. And I know I want my shit to pop. All I gotta do is just say, "Yo, I'm paying to put all my shit in the curated the, the the curated list." But you know what? That counts and stuff. Whatever. What I what I realize and stuff for the R R I A A is that what it is for the music thing? Yeah. They only count if a song is streamed to the last. I think like. It has to be two minutes in or something like that. So, like, how these songs are super short, Yeah, it's winning for the, some artists and stuff, whatever. But if I don't like the track, for me to skip in the first 30 seconds, that doesn't count to add to the stream. But much more of these people, are not, they're not skipping. But this, but if I control the music and stuff that I'm listening to, yeah. you give me the playlist. Yeah. I'm running with the playlist, I'm driving and stuff, whatever. Yeah. I hear, I love my baby's bacon. I'm like, what the fuck is this? Next. But, but this is what I'm saying. But they're so programmed that even if they don't like it, they'll just let it. They'll just let it roll. I, this is I. I highly doubt that. No, do you I, have some people in the gym? They what streaming service do you use? Yes, yeah, people in the gym. They don't touch anything. They just put on a playlist. That's it. But that's what I'm saying. You, you you're right. You're right. There's some. They just put on but a the majority and stuff. That's whatever. It. You create your own playlist and those things. Even the Spotify gives you chance to create your own playlist. Title create your own playlist. Apple Music create your own playlist. All the streaming platforms give you a chance to create your own playlist and stuff, whatever, right? So that's what I'm saying. Even if you're force-fed whatever song you and don't like, that. even if it's a conscious track and stuff, whatever, you don't like the conscious track about Black Lives Matter and all this type of stuff, whatever. And if you don't want to hear that shit and stuff, whatever, you don't got to play it or you don't got to add it to your list. They can say, fist up. The, say the playlist is called fist up. Right. They put a whole bunch of positive tracks and stuff in there for like Black Lives Matter, 
and all that type of stuff and everything like whatever. And you know this probably like four or five songs that slap out of the 15 to 20 in this thing, whatever. When you know you have access to it, whatever, you create your own Black Lives Matter playlist. Take those five songs, drag it out there and stuff, and then you cut the other shit out. This is the reason why certain people and stuff can stand the test of time and the other ones can't. Because one song that everybody will like won't guarantee they like the other song. Oh, no, no, for sure. And that's, and that's what I'm saying. And streaming time stuff for her, this cuts the radio people's out because that play thing and stuff for her, it's like it takes a pocket syndicated few to kind of just make sure, like, the same thing you're saying. You got to eat this shit, eat this shit, eat this shit, eat this shit. But if I'm like, every time I listen to Smooth's radio show, he's just playing the same, he's promoting the same garbage track or he can't play anything. Tusi Slide is an example of stuff in my world. Tusi Slide is not a track for me. Uh, right? Not a track for me either. Hear me, hear me out. If I forget to connect my phone to my deck, yeah. Flow is the first radio station that pops up and stuff, whatever, right? Right. I'll give a Flow a free shout out. I want my money later. When Flow starts playing and stuff with her Tusi Slide and I hear it, I'm like, fuck, I didn't connect my deck. I go straight to my media, <laughs> and I and I and I and I, and I cut Tuesday, and Tuesday side will be at number one track. Yes, Flo is pumping that whatever, but I can't tell you if I listen to Flo right. for more than twenty seconds, even in a day. And you'll and but but okay, but and you'll cut it right. right. But then you'll have some people who'll be like, eh. yeah. even though it's not my favorite song, I'll just let it ride. Yeah. Let, it, let it ride. And, and I get it because even if I'm in a I'm on a work setting or something like that. Where the radio was too far for me to reach, yeah. Or they just play a playlist, and I just can't have no no access to change it and stuff and everything and whatever. Yes, you have those pocket of few. If we work in a clothing store together, we work in a particle sun store, whatever. You go on your Spotify list with Tusi slider stuff on there, and I'm in the store walking around. I'm like, fuck this song again. <laughs> I can't reach it because I'm on the floor with customers and everything yeah. and stuff. Whatever. So you're gonna it's gonna ride. You're gonna have to let it ride. It's going to ride, but that's what I'm saying. I'm not saying that that pocket doesn't exist, but I'm telling you, the more people that have access to this shit and stuff, whatever, they're not allowing the shits. That's the reason why some of the bullshit and stuff, whatever, can't stand the test of time like how they used to when radio had more to control. Radio and, like, regular TV, those middlemen and stuff, whatever, I'm telling you, they're going to be cut. People like us, the podcasting people, people like the streaming people are going to kill radio. Guaranteed. It's, it's, it's already happened, but guess what, though? Yes, it killed radio mm -hmm. and stopped all those record labels from actually walking down to the record station mm -hmm. and doing exactly what I'm saying they're still doing now, paying the DJ mm -hmm. to play the garbage record, mm -hmm. paying the DJ to put the garbage record in high rotation. Mm -hmm. They're no longer doing that. What they've done now is they bought shares in all the streaming companies. And now, with their share money in all the streaming companies, they're just going to all the curated, the, the, the curated, the curated lists. lists, which used to be the radio disc, disc jockey, mm -hmm. and saying, hey, put this in your list and play that. That's fine. This is how the shit is getting, this is how the shit is getting spun now. So, so, so let's go back to the, 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 the original argument now with the whole, they're going to give us anything that's going to generate them money. Right? Right. And we're saying, the artists who is usually doing the gang-gang shit and generating the money from the, from the music they, they're saying, we're saying, okay, that music no longer makes money. Mm -hmm. Now they got to go out and find, quote-unquote, the conscious rappers right. to now fill the void and now take up space and, and, and make up money in this new arena that we're, we're going to. So, so, so we're saying probably, probably half of, of the rappers that are out now 
may not stand that, may not stand the test of time if that if that's what happened. Like who like who who do you think the rappers that are out now, who do you think would be able to make that transition? To make a transition? Yeah. I can't tell you. And, and probably and then it doesn't have to necessarily and, 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 have to be like a full transition, but we'll be able to knock out one or two. I think everybody is capable of doing a one and two and stuff for that. Cause I feel like it's the same thing. Even like this this podcast, mm-hmm. whatever, right? A lot of people assume we're all about the jokes and shit like that, whatever shits and giggles and stuff from what whatever the blip they see or hear. And it's so much more deeper than that. It's the same thing. Ludacris to me is like a a fun, jokey type of rapper, but you can't forget a track like Runaway Love. Yeah. Jadakiss is a type of man and stuff that talk about gun busts and selling drugs and all that type of stuff, but you can't forget a track like Why. Right. You know what I'm saying? Styles P, same thing. You can't forget a track like Listen. Okay. There's still, every every artist is capable of doing at least one of those tracks, whatever, but that's what I'm saying. Like, Do to make think... a full transition and stuff, whatever, right. I don't know. No, no. Do you think, uh, uh, you think artists are uh, able to create a full album of tracks like that? Or do you think it's just like you? I got the one. If you're already doing it, whatever you're doing. If you're already doing it. If you're already doing it, you're you're solid. Level then, then you're solid. Yeah. If you're not, whatever, then you either get either was it roll with them or get rolled over. That's it. Because if you you got that, and that's the thing and stuff, and this is what I'm telling you about pertaining to versatility. Pertaining to versatility, either you build up your fan base to a degree where you don't have to change and do anything and stuff, whatever, and move with the movement. And your fan base is solid enough to hold you down, or you just roll. And I feel like a person like the prime examples of the both and stuff, whatever, you just roll is Drake. Drake rolls with whatever's going and stuff and everything like that, whatever. Jay-Z isn't. Jay-Z has his fan base and it's just there. And that's what I'm saying. To the younger dudes, whatever, Jay's just this old rich dude that's married to Beyonce, who his girlfriend might play and stuff like that, whatever. And they know of the name and they know what he does and stuff like that. But he's just his fan base. I haven't heard Jay do a reggaeton track. I heard Drake do Mira, Mira. I haven't, I haven't heard Jay jump on some new young dude and stuff, shit, talk about some hood shit. But I heard Drake and stuff, whatever. 901, 305, look a lot, look a lot. Either you roll with it or you get rolled over you, yeah. until you have a solid type of fan base that stick with you. This is the reason why I felt emotional when Selena Gomez was begging for like her record to beat Roddy Rich. I'm like, Heffa, your fan base is solid. You got nothing to worry about. You probably got the most followers on friggin' social media platforms. They love you even if you fart in a bottle and call it perfume. You are okay. Don't worry about competing with somebody else. It's enough paper out here for everybody to get. That's, that's why I was like, why are you complaining? But then again, that's what I'm saying. The fan, they have, some people have to realize this stuff, whatever. That's lack of self-confidence. Your fan base is that solid. You got nothing to worry about. And if your family isn't that solid and stuff, whatever, you got to roll with whatever's going on. I think they get bonuses for certain achievements. Absolutely. When you have, yo, come think about it. That's why they, that, that's why they, they bitch. If they jumped on this bitch and said that, you know, fuck that nigga Marv, everything you say on this microphone, on this podcast, is Pulitzer Prize winning status. Not Javis Joseph. Mm. You went from regular Not Javis Joseph to Pulitzer Prize winning Not Javis Joseph. Everything you touch is gold. Hmm? No, but I still bring you along for the ride, though. I just want to eat a little bit. Yeah, no, 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 no. I don't want to get You're right there, man. You're right there, man. But you're right there, bro. But I'm saying, like, it, it happens like that. And and that's why I always just look at the people's and stuff like, yo, if they make the transition and stuff, especially with these times and stuff, I'm all for it. 
I'm all for it. It just shows me more versatility and stuff for under your belt. I'm about versatility. That's the reason why, like I said, with Denzel and the certain type of actors, yeah. I'm looking for versatility and stuff for that to put you as one of those grades. If I see you only, or even a music musician and stuff, if I see you only do one type of lane and everything like whatever, you got to be great at that one trick that you can do. I want to say, I think, I think, uh, I'm, I'm the same way. I think a good portion of them mm-hmm. would stay around. I think, again, we're only hearing the type of music mm-hmm. that we're hearing because it's the type of music that's being pushed. Facts. They're forced being the shit. Right? And with these artists knowing that, I don't think they have the luxury of doing anything else. And I don't. I, I think they're more than capable of doing other things. I Maybe mean, not all of them, mm-hmm. but I think there's a good portion out there that's capable of of doing great shit. Yeah, of course, absolutely. But I mean, like, yeah, if they 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 look at what's what's selling or what can make a track and everything like that. Look, I, you know who's always that thing to me, ASAP Rocky. Mm. When ASAP Rocky came out, I never knew he was from Harlem. Never knew he was from Harlem. Yeah. I thought ASAP Rocky was a down south rapper. Yeah, yeah. And I was like. But why? But the down south shit was popping when ASAP Rocky and stuff was, was doing his thing and stuff. It was kind of like ATL had that wave yeah. and 2 chains and shit like that and Future and all that type of stuff. With it. So when he came out, I thought he was affiliated with them. Mm. I thought he was in their world. And then over like he was from Harlem, it threw me off. But I'm like, my typical Harlem rappers, the typical New York rappers, don't sound like ASAP Rocky. Right. But he's the one that kind of just start rolling with it and stuff. And I was like, but why? Because he probably came to realization stuff like, yo, I cannot sell or make that money like like that just by staying in that kind of New York lane. Yeah. And a track on that album that blew my mind and stuff for was the um the wild for the night being polite thing. I'm going wild for the night. Fuck being. Pol-. That's what Skrillex. Mm. I've never would have thought a hip hop New Yorker rapper would have had a track on like the EDM type of thing and stuff for the, around that time. Mm. So when I hear. I'm like, he's from where? From what? Turn up music? They're like, oh, ATL? No, no, he's from New York. I'm like, get the fuck out of here. I had to Google him. Mm-hmm. Harlem, New York. And I was like, this dude right here clearly went with the wave. He rolled with the wave. It's like Brooklyn niggas right now. Yeah. They're on the old grime shit. Yeah, exactly. They, they were like, okay, this is the wave. We're going to run with it, whatever. With the, um, Big Drip. Big Drip. I don't even know the, 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 um, that foreign guy. Something 504? Five, 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 Fabio? Fabio 4? Fabio. I'm like, what the hell is Somebody that? told me he was from Toronto. See? It's a wave, baby. Somebody told me he was from Toronto and then he, he went to... And then he, he went, went to Brooklyn? He went to Brooklyn. Brooklyn. It's possible. Was a, was a good, there's a good amount of Toronto MCs in New York yeah, right now. Of course, it's possible. Um, yo, you know what? Let's, rev- let's, let's revisit this. Mm-hmm. In about, let's say two to three weeks, time, and see what how much tracks come out. And yeah, and let's, let's and let's see how many tracks has come out. I'm done with 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 that. With that Cause two to three weeks will make it a month since yeah. George Floyd passed and funeral. Yeah, I'm down. Yeah, I um. As y'all know, Father's Day is coming up. So by the time y'all hear this, y'all have time to fucking go get y'all fathers a gift or the people who are like fathers. I'm tired of hey, y'all. Hey, 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 hey. 
And we're fathers too. We're right? fathers we're too. We're fathers too. You so can send feel, us some so damn gifts. Don't feel gifts. like you can't send us anything. You, you can send us. Yeah, feel yeah, free yeah, to send yeah, us yeah. and everything, whatever. Hit us in the DMs known. and we're the social media known. plugs. Yes, yeah. we we will take we, the gifts and everything like that as well. If you ain't got no daddy on Father's Day, we'll be your fathers, the particle fathers. There you go. I just I always get emotional and stuff, whatever. Like, buy your mother this diamond pendant for Mother's Day for only $899 to let her know you care. From Zales? From Zales. Zales. Kiss begins with K, all these fucking jewelry stores, all the above. And then you get that good old Father's Day. Give your dad these cargo shorts from Target, AKA Target, for $10.99. What the fuck? Like, you notice, you notice yo. every Father's Day commercial? Dad is always by the fucking grill, grill of some by shit. The grill. He the grill mask or he fixing some shit. I don't fix shit, man. Look here, I think people don't fix shit for me, man. Okay? So those two says I'm going to set this, you know, son, if you listen, when you listen to this someday, I hope you're smart enough to know because I will probably tell no, your ass no I'm tools, vocal as shit. Don't come here no tool sets. Don't fucking tool set. Don't get no tool sets. I got a few screwdrivers, a few hammers. I'm good enough. Yeah, Anything it. else, I pay for somebody to come do that shit, that's whatever. It, that's it. We make bread over here, son. That's it. Damn it. <laughs> Yo. <laughs> Yo, but um, yo, I feel like yeah, like I said, fathers we get slept on. Them if you do, them if you don't. Yeah, and there are some pieces of shit sperm donors out there. Of course, we're not. We're not talking about those and stuff, whatever. We're talking about to the ones that play the father role or the father like figure role and everything like that. And I feel like you're a great father. I feel like I'm in Thank transition you. to Thank try you. and be one my damn self. And to your kids. They'll listen to this podcast or they to get wind of it. We'll be an open letter to them. Cause you got a girl and a boy. Wow. You got a you got a black queen in the making. You got a black king in the making. Okay. All right. So start off my open letter with letting them know that how much I love and appreciate them mm -hmm. and every day i strive to not only be a a better person but a better father um a better father figure and a better husband for my kids to actually to see actually see that see and witness that mm. um what I like to say to them is, you know, we live in a place that could be very cold and unforgiving, mm -hmm. but also a place that's capable of a lot of love. Um, how you're situated in this world is how you situate yourself. Mm. So... Uh, you know, I, I say this to you personally, but I'll say it over the air. You make, you make yourself and then you make your way. I'm here only to do so much. And that's to give you the right tools, right? Whether that be the roof over your head, the clothing on your back, the food in your stomach, the knowledge in your brain. 
I can give you all of that and I can give you all of that and we'll give you all of that to the best of my ability. Um, but at the same time, life is for the living and I encourage you to go out and experience these things firsthand for yourself. Whatever you can avoid, I'm, I'll try to do my best to have you avoid it. But there's things that you just got to learn through life without the avoidances. Um, to my son, you already know what time it is, man. You see, you, you see, you see. I mean, to my son and my daughter, but to my my son, I'm more I'm I'm more concerned with because as a black man firsthand, I know what it's like. Um, I have many friends who've been in situations of what it's like, and I don't know if it'll change by the time you reach. Uh, 19 and to a young man's hood going, going, going forward. Um, but I pray it does. But um, if it doesn't, then these are my, my words of, of advice to you. Always be straight up and straightforward. Be a man of your word and someone that can be respected. I think if you keep those qualities about you, everything else should basically, should kind of fall in place. Um, so some things might need a little bit more helping than others, but if, if, you, if you keep those as your me measuring stick, I think um, the you know the life that you choose it should be you know those things should help the road go a little bit easier. Um, for my daughter, you are the most beautifulest thing in the world to me, and you should always feel that way and never look for anything outside of yourself to validate that. Mm. Always be confident in your ability and I mean, you're already strong-headed, but now you gotta be able to just guide that. Guide it into a, a, a direction that's going to see you through. Um... That's it, man. I just, you know, experience life. And I, I guess the greatest thing I can tell you is that I'm still alive and I'm still around to help in any situation, shape, or form that I possibly can. That's what I'm here for. That's what I think most fathers... Hey, if we're talking about emasculating, you know, I think these are, the, the, these are you know... These are one of the, these are the things having children and being able to guide them. I think those are those are things that help define you as a man. Mm -hmm. I agree, and helps give you that feeling because you're playing your male role. Of you, of you, <clears throat> if you're playing a man, you're playing your male role. Yeah. That's it, man. What you what you what you got for X? What you got for X? Uh, 
Dear little terrorist, no, I'm just fucking. <laughs> If you're reading this, they're on their way in helicopters. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, <clears throat> Howard, dear son, uh, I love you no matter what. Um, you will, sometimes in life you will see some things that might shake and break your, your mold and your character. And it might break you down and hurt you. Don't let that stop you. Um... Especially in today's times, if you're stopped or harassed by the police, I need you to remain calm. Sucks. Because you remaining calm might be the difference of me seeing you or me not ever seeing you again. I think that <laughs> that part sucks. Yeah. Uh, I know we live in a society and stuff, whatever, that is not set up for people that look like us to win, but your pops is a gamer and you're handed a set amount of rules to play the game. And I've beaten several games, several thousands of games with those set rules. So I know you'll find a way to beat them at their own game to win at this game called life. <clears throat> Getting a little emotional on this. <clears throat> be brave, be bold, and be intelligent because that's the type of man I'm planning to raise you to be. Don't let certain things stop you. Just stand firm and be proud of who you are because you're my son. And I mean that with everything and stuff. And never blame yourself for the thoughts and actions of somebody else because you are who you are and you can't change who they are. Uh, I love you no matter what. And I hope some way in your generation, by the time you're ready for this, it's a different world we live in. Because Whitney said the children are our future, so I'm leaving it up to y'all and stuff, whatever. If we haven't completed a success to our route for you, that's it. Yeah, and uh, got me there. You know what, man? Listen, man. For 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 the mothers out there who may be. Playing both roles. Yeah. You feel like you want to play this message for your, for your children? Go ahead, man. You know what I mean? And and, and add, add your piece to it. You know what I mean? It's like... It's so funny because I think within the last few weeks, the phrase, it takes a, it takes village, a village to raise, to raise a, a child, child yeah. has come up so often. And, you know, it's one of those things where we really, you know, I, I really wish we had that community here today. Yeah, I agree. Where, you know what I mean, if I got to go, you know, God forbid, if I got to go somewhere, do something important for, for my family and my people... You I don't have to worry yeah, about Yeah, because you know everybody got your, kid, your, your family's I don't best interest in mind. Nothing. Yeah. Everybody's got my family's best interest in mind. My kids, I know they're going to be just fine. Right. You understand? So, I mean, like I said, if if you feel this message that we given to our kids because we're, we're fathers and... We will be part of that village to help. We are, we are part of that village. We are a part of that village, man. So... Play for whoever, man. 
man. Just have them give us a call on or send us a message on Father's Day. Yeah. Because, <laughs> you know, we still lacking in that department. Pretty much. Pretty much. <laughs> Uh, before we get to the question of the week, um, this question of the week is brought to you by Buy Black Fridays. It's a slow but steady pace that we're building. We're, we're helping the black communities and stuff, whatever, bit by bit, city to city, worldwide. Yes. To start buying back, especially on the first Friday of every month, starting July 3rd. July 3rd. Every first Friday of the month, whatever, if you're not going to spend no money into a black business and stuff, whatever, save your money. Save your money, man. And let them know, because the black dollar and stuff weighs heavy in the markets. In America, it's $1.2 trillion. And on this side of the world, it equates to probably about sixty-three grand a year on the Canadian side. And that's only Canadian black folk make up $1.2 million of the population of the $36 million. So average person probably makes about forty-three dollars to $45,000 a year, but they're spending $63,000 plus. It's oh, yeah. crazy when you think They're going in debt. It's crazy when you think to... about it. It's, it's like, like we we know that we contribute, Woo. right? We know that, of course. But when you actually just sit down and listen to the the, the numbers, numbers men lie, women lie, numbers don't. Numbers don't lie, man. And then, and then we so we just want you to think about that, right? Think about how much we're putting into the putting putting into the economy daily. Then ask yourself. How much of that money does the black community see daily? Exactly. So buy Black Fridays. Check check them out on Instagram. Buy Black Fridays, Facebook, and other social media plugs as well. Check it out. And we're back. Question of the week. Question of the week. Let's get back to the bullshit a little bit. What would happen if men posted "I hate women" as much as women posted "I hate men"? Yeah, another woman's march. <laughs> you have another. You think I have a woman's march? We'd have another woman's march. You think so? Yeah, they, they, yeah, everybody marching right now. Yeah, damn, they don't. They don't like us. We can't win, huh? No, 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 no. How is it okay for them to say all that bad shit about us and everything? Fuck boy. I never heard a transitional word of fuck girl yet. <laughs> but it's a problem. It's a fuck boy. Yeah. Male mas- what, toxic masculinity, yeah. toxic femininity. We said it. Whatever. It's a little. Friction, like, where are you guys going with this? We are like this because you guys made us like this. Huh? So what do you, so what do you think is a woman's march? I see. I say probably woman's march too, but they have to eat it. <laughs> <laughs> you have to take it because it's not fair and it's not right. Y'all need to stop doing that. We're supposed to be building each other and making each other better people. Instead of tearing each other down, we're supposed to be building each other. How, how how did we get to that? How how did we get to that point? Man, I thought we were gravy after the women's suffrage movement when women are working in the workforce and doing the ones and twos. I thought we was all good. You know, the, remember that they had a show, Living Single? It was about yeah. women living single, doing the best. Amber Rose doing slut shame walks and stuff with it. No more slut shaming, no more. Why are we still a problem? Mm. I do not know. I don't know, I don't know man. Uh, these acts of sons to slide out of this piece. First Ask the Sun's question comes from, I want to be a Swedish fish. The candy? That's well. Okay. Why is it master why is masturbation typically seen as healthy and beautiful for women, but vile and disgusting for men? 
I don't want to see no man touch his dick. <laughs> yeah, that's probably why. That's probably, that's probably why. I don't want to see no man touch his dick. I want to touch my own dick and stuff like that. That be that, whatever. No, but he's right, though. He's right, because I think masturbation and stuff, and especially, like, to me, I think it's a stress reliever. Yeah. And I feel like if dude and stuff is to do it and stuff, I'm assuming he's relieving stress. Right. Or tension build up and everything like that. And for women too, the same thing. But it's a problem when a dude wants to buy a sex doll, but she has like every umpteen. Umpteen. What about <laughs> Kevin Hart? Or, or, no, not Kevin Hart. Kevin Smith. Kevin Smith said it's a. He said it in like was it one of the Mallrat movies and stuff whatever, or the Clerks. He said it's okay for women and stuff whatever. No, it, it's okay and stuff for women to use everything to take them to every planet, every vibrator, yeah. every rocket ship in the world. Yeah. But he's like, the minute and stuff I say I want to put some money into my special NASA, I'm a pervert. It's like, yo, facts, my G. Facts. Facts. Rabbit. Pocket rocket. Big dildo, oh, little dildo, all whole, that type of stuff and everything like that. They whatever. got a whole assortment. One bro. dude wants to buy a sex doll, he's crucified. They got a whole assortment. Man. Dude, you must be like, yo, let, let him be. Um I I go think ahead. I think it's because women women they, they, they lend their, their nature to be sensual. Yeah, I can see that. You know what I mean? And men are considered oafish. Because what? You know, an oaf, oafish. Oh, okay, like an oaf. Okay, right, yeah. right. Yeah, I mean, so, so, a woman playing with herself. You, you, you conjuring up, you know, the the the, the closed eyes, are sensual. The sensual, you know, the, the ecstasy side. look. You ain't, be, you, ain't, <laughs> you ain't got that look when a man. I don't I don't think I don't, I don't think there's nothing sensual about me jerking no, off. There is nothing. <laughs> nothing not sexual. a single thing. <laughs> there's nothing sensual about me jerking off. Not a like, single thing. Finish him. No. no. Yeah. The, the face? Yeah, yeah. 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 That, that's Ooh, that might be the reason. Might. Amir0825. What old person things do you do? Boy, I am 35. I, I get this shit popping now. <laughs> Yo, what do you do? You, you want me go first? I grunt. I grunt with every movement. <laughs> I grunt? I grunt with every movement. I eat dinner early as shit. Oh, I eat, I eat, I eat dinner early as I go to sleep early. I, I love fresh sheets and towels. Yo, that's some mm. old shit. When I was young, I never appreciated that shit. When I was younger, I'd be like, eh, I'm like, no, I will I would change my sheet like maybe like every two weeks and stuff, whatever. Now as an older person, yo, I actually that shit frequent. I love a fresh smell of towel, fresh sheets. Yo, I come home and I water the lawn. Yo, this yo, I like my piece. Ordinance. Mm. Ordinance. Mm-hmm. Ordinance. I remember back then when I was younger, I was with my friends and I used to go to the places. I'm like, yo, I used to be one of those obnoxious kids just make fucking noise in a restaurant. People look like, yo, you kids don't have no home training? Mm. Now, if I go somewhere, I hear some like some high school and stuff walk into a place and I'm like, yeah, 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 I know, right? I know. Like, oh, you. <laughs> but I was just like them. Mm-hmm. Oh, no. That's, that's what you got to keep reminding yourself. Hey, when you feel it, you got to just keep reminding yourself. I'm that, was, that was once me. But I'm not, see, that's the thing. I'm not, you know what pisses me off? Sports. LeBron James and I are the same fucking age. 
and then make it look like LeBron's the oldest person on the fucking court. That hurt me. That don't hurt you. They're like, oh, I don't know how he's doing it. It's a miracle how he's still doing the things he does. The fuck? <laughs> we both 35. <laughs> but, 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 it's, but, but it's so, it's, <laughs> you know, it's, it's funny that you mention it, though, right? Because when, <laughs> we, when, we, when you really think about it, though, not a lot of people reach the age of 35 and still be playing in the to NBA. To any sport, though, even if... Any, any sport. Mm-hmm. Any sport, right? Yeah. And, it, and still be playing. And right? still be playing, you're right. Because you think what? The wear and tear on their body. The wear and tear on their body. Mm. Especially, I mean, like, like, okay, football, hockey. I want to say football, hockey, soccer. Rugby, those type of rough shit. Anything where you're constantly contact. running and you're constantly in contact. It, like... Five years of that straight, dude, that's a toll on your body. So right. if you're thinking, like, these kids are coming in from what? 22, the, the, 23, yeah, the, the youngest, The youngest will say 18, mm-hmm. the average 22, 23, mm-hmm. right? So they, they're coming in with that 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 body that's that built, right? Right. They do all the practicing. They do training during season. They do training off-season. For five years, that's what they do with their body. And it's like... By the time they hit, you know what I mean, mm-hmm. 28, 20, you know what I mean, 29, they got some old people, pain, this, that, and the third. So, ten, yeah. Man. And usually, unless you're really a skilled player, you start dropping off maybe the, the you know, the, the, the third or fourth year. Well, I'm a skilled 35-year-old to whatever the fuck you want it to be. <laughs> so, Yes. I'm old, and I don't give a damn, and I embrace my damn quote-unquote old age and shit like that. But they say, what, midlife crisis was starting, what, 40? 40. I'm not even there yet, so I don't give a damn. This, I'm in my quarter midlife crisis you're right good. now. You're good. You're good. Uh, last question comes from Captain Waffles. Yo, I love these people's fucking Captain names. Captain Waffles. I love these people's names. Yeah, they're creative. I'd rather say that. Captain Waffles says, what is an underrated song that you would like to share to the world? Oh, for me, it's got to be Bounce Back. Bounce Back. Mm-hmm. Bouncing Back. Bouncing Back. By... Mystical. By Mystical. <laughs> I... <laughs> I like that. No. The horns. Mm-hmm. The, the beat. The, the beat. horns, man. The beat. The beat. You're a producer, that's why. You're a producer. It, I, you know what? It, 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 it's your different. I, I th- you know, that's what it is, right? Because I got reminded of it um, last week. I've been listening to um, LL Cool J's uh, Rock the Bell radio on yeah. satellite. So, so the, all they do is play old school, right? Mm-hmm. So they played that. And it's like, oh, shit. I remember the, this mystical song. But the beat has Always, I always loved that beat, mm-hmm. right? But now, I'm like, okay, you know, you, you that's the beat. Now, ain't nobody really listening to what Mystical is saying because hardly anybody could understand Mystical. <laughs> but then when I listened to the lyrics, mm-hmm. I was like, oh, shit. Because all, all this time, I thought he's talking about a big-ass chick bouncing the back. What are you talking about? No, nah, he's talking about him, everybody always counting them out. And him always bouncing back. But you ain't see bouncing back. Right. Okay. Got my back book against the wall. Mm-hmm. Mm. Okay. 
And when it when it, I said, like, oh. I was like, okay, so this is a good motivation song. You know what I mean? If you always, you know, want to always look to come back, you always connect to so this is the track. I'm not gonna lie, my favorite motivational song is Fireworks Katy Perry. That shit slap. <laughs> Do you ever feel like a plastic bag blowing in the Yo, that one and the roar? Yo, those still have some motivation. Yeah, yeah. You're gonna hear me roar. Um, no, but my track will be Dragon Ball Do-Rag by Thundercat. Yo, I feel kinda fly. Baby girl, how do I look at my do-rag? Yo, that's the track. Y'all uh, need to get hip to that one. Uh, Y'all can make 10 babies off that one track and stuff whatever. Be like, he's like, yo, am I doing it right? <laughs> yo, stay with me all through the night. Dragon Ball Do-Rag. Y'all need to get hip. Dragon Thundercat. Ball Do-Rag. All right. And Thundercat, I think when I got hit the Thundercat, he opened up for Fly, Flying Lotus. Okay. I went to Flying Lotus one time and stuff, whatever, one of my peoples and stuff, whatever, in Flying Toronto. Lotus. Yeah, Flying mm-hmm. Lotus and stuff. And when they came, I was like, Thundercat. I was like, this guy can sing and stuff, whatever. I'm like, you know, he was like a dread dude and everything. Like, it was new. And he was playing, he was playing instruments. I'm always a okay. fan of musicians that Me can too. play instruments and sing. Me too. So then after, like, you know, I'm like, wait, he got a new song? I'm like, Dragon Ball? I like Dragon Ball. Yeah. Mm. And I asked him about the do-rag track, and he's like, we have sex with women in their bonnets, but they can't have sex with me in the do-rag. I'm like, that's what's up. Yeah, I always... I, yeah, I, I like artists who, you know, can just do more than just sing. Shut up and sing? Yeah. <laughs> Instead of shut up and dribble? Shut up and I sing? Remember, I remember the first time I seen um, T-Pain in concert. Mm-hmm. Because, I mean, I knew he produced and stuff like that, but I didn't, I didn't know he um, actually... Played in any in instruments, but then yeah, he 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 played the piano live, and did one of his tracks. I was like, "Yo, this is this is so dope." That's dope. This is like, like dope. I think the one the one of the best shows I've ever seen was the Roots. With the with the with the with every instrument and everything playing. Yeah, I think that's probably like the best the best show that I've seen where it's just everybody who was on an instrument was just proficient with what they did. And you know, you know, you know, during the concerts, they always, you know, like to get that, the, little, the band, a little breakdown that the band show off them, to themselves. Mm-hmm. When them dudes went out, I was like, this is why I love music. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? For the simple fact that you can take an instrument that has that can't make a sound itself has a capacity to make a sound, but it takes you knowing what you're doing to make that instrument make a beautiful sounding absolutely piece of music. Crazy. Wow. Uh, let's get to the so say the suns for the weekend. Slide up out of here. So says the suns. So say the suns. We say it all the time and stuff on the show. I know I say it like. 10,000 times stuff, whatever. I don't know why we never posted this stuff, whatever, but here it is. Be more self-aware and less self-centered. So says the sons. Yeah, man. I feel like a lot of people feel like the world revolves around them, and it's not. It's bigger than you. It's bigger than Nino Brown, actually. Yeah. And if you, like you were saying earlier, if you're living in that bubble community and stuff, in that bubble world and stuff, whatever, and you think there's nothing wrong, you're being too self-centered. Once yeah. you step out of there and stuff for there, and hopefully you become more self-aware to what's going on and stuff for them in the world. I got a piece to add to that. It's just it's on the same same lines. Mm-hmm. Um, 
strive to be selfless rather than to be selfish. Hmm. So say the sons. So say the sons. Cool, cool. Cool, 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 cool. All right, Look at us. We, we know what I mean? We're finishing. We're wrapping up. The sun's still shining outside. We still got some beer upstairs. Yeah. Beat up some things. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. We're about to get out of here. Um, folks, once again, check out Buy Black Fridays and support your local black businesses and everything like that. Let us know if you would like to find out. Hit us in our, our emails. Ask the Suns. Ask underscore at particlesons.com. Um, the plugs, the social media platforms, and everything. Let us know where town you're in and stuff. We can uh, hit you up with a few businesses where you can spend your dollars on and stuff. For whatever, sure, 100%. Where you're located and stuff at. So just let us know city, state, where locations, and we'll hit you up and stuff with the locations that again. So you can be ready to go for July 3rd. And I think one of the questions that we were getting is... Why just one Friday? Well, here's the thing. Anything that ends up to be big and monument first started off small and as an idea. We understand that we don't have the infrastructure to take care of all of our needs. So there's certain things that we got to go outside of our community to get, right? Um, with that being said, that very first Friday, we want it to be for us. We're not saying that you can't buy from a black person or a black business any other day. Mm -hmm. We're not saying that you can't do it more than 30 days in a month. All we're seeing is we need some some form of consistency and some form of collaboration. So if we pick something that's simple as a first Friday where everybody can remember and kind of adhere to, believe me, just that one day in itself would do so much impact-wise for the community and impact-wise to the economy. And... We just started from there. Who knows? Six months down the line, it might be so good that we say, hey, first or third Friday. Who knows? It got to start somewhere. A year that's, from there, we might see every Friday, but it's got to start somewhere. It has to start somewhere. So we're starting from like this. And then until then, we'll just transition on to like when it goes from good to great. That's it. That's it. Once again, thank you for listening to Particle Sons. Remember the difference between genius and stupidity is that genius has its limits. Peace and love, y'all. Y'all be safe. Happy Father's Day. Happy Father's and Day. Don't forget to go get your pops and your father figure that gift. And if not, you know where to ship your gift funds to. Peace. I ain't taking no socks this year. My socks is fly. You can send whatever. Peace. Peace. The Particle Sons with Not Your Average Joseph and Sofa King Marvelous.